everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the MinMax Show podcast, a place about games, friends, and getting better. My name is Ben Hansen, and I'm joined today in the studio, the weird-sounding studio, 3D Voices, by Sarah Podzorski. Hello! Welcome. Um, is your house built now? No. Are you, okay. What is happening? People have been screaming, no when is Sarah coming back to the podcast? But this isn't fair. The last podcast I was on was September 15th. Someone looked it up. Wait, really? Yeah, and so it's not just my house. You keep blaming it on my kitchen, <laughs> but there's this whole thing before my kitchen. My kitchen's been like three weeks so far. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm to blame outside of yeah. that? Okay. Absolutely. Have you ever said, I want to be on the podcast, and I said no? No, but, okay. but you're always like, what are what are you guys playing? Um, You, you, hey, Jeff potato, and Kyle, bam, Jenny, bam, bam. and I'm just yeah, sitting yeah. there like... Well, it's like, you're, you're like, I sat in a queue in Final Fantasy XIV compared to that Janet, was a, who's like, I no, beat was four AAA games, please. Look, I, it's the God of War effect is what I'm going to call it. I think you're An right. absolute God of War, just white out of anyone else on the podcast who hasn't played God of War. That's right. That's right. And we won't be talking about God of War on this very podcast, but we'll talk about that in a bit. Joined by Elise Favis. Hi. Returning hello. champion. Welcome. Um, Do you remember the last episode of this podcast you were on? Oh, boy. No. <laughs> Um, that was a while ago. Yeah, so formerly of Game Informer, formerly of Fanbyte. Mm -hmm. um, rest in peace, mm -hmm. Fanbyte. Kind of half rest in peace, I guess. How do you phrase it? Well, no, let's yeah, let's not say there's still people there. There's still people there. There's a the small staff, but they're they're still there. It's that situation so. where you should send them some love. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go but, and go and read Fanbyte sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's rough over there. Uh, but it's nice to have you in the studio. Thank you. I remember. I think it was like over the holidays of. 2019 mm -hmm. remember you and jv came in to the old minmax studio which was just like a stupid basement in my old house i don't know if you recall it's just night and day different from yeah. what we have now um and it was like the it was a community question segment i think and or it was like the community's favorite games of 2019 mm -hmm. but i remember it was like one of my favorite episodes of the podcast because i thought it was really good and like you and jv i thought could in some real good stuff and it's fun to have like your friendship on display front and center and then it was like one of our lowest viewed ones and i was like god is it just because the word community was in there i think people it don't was. like me and jv no it's not like you were in the headline <laughs> or the thumbnail or anything but it just oh, broke no. my heart like i wish people found oh, it oh that's too bad yeah. uh but welcome nice to have Thank you here you. Uh, happy to be here we're also joined by anna diaz hi hi welcome thank you so the last time you and Sarah were here, I think, maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was to like kick off the summer or like early summerish. Uh, my wife and I had like a party and invited people outside. Mm -mm. And when you showed up, it was like a life raft and Sarah realized she didn't have to like talk about the weather or the <laughs> price of houses with anybody. She could just geek out in the corner and talk to you about the play date or whatever the hell. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but this is the part that I've been waiting to ask you all for quite a while because I cannot wrap my mind around exactly what happened here. Because at a certain point, <laughs> at a certain point, I saw you and Sarah go inside my house. And so then I was like, okay, well, I guess they're leaving, not saying goodbye. That seems fine or whatever. And then like everybody gathered around and we were playing like party games. We were playing like monikers, you know, like fishbowl, whatever that was. And I kid you not then, it was over an hour later, I see you and Sarah walking through the windows in my house. And you realize like, they've just been wandering around my house like absurd people for over an hour. What was happening? What kind of party etiquette is that? It's a weird thing to do. Is it? Yes, at least that's weird. You talk, you if find I your friend and you talk mm -hmm. to them. 
But like hang out with the other people. Don't just like walk through a house okay. and quietly explore it while everyone's can hanging I, out can outside. I, can I put a formal defense out for us? Yeah, here? you're going to need to have it in writing. Is, sure. I think we did like a Minnesota goodbye. And so we were going to leave. And then we ended up sitting down on your outside steps for like no we did that after we left oh that was no that was oh. that. So <laughs> first you scoured the house <laughs> yeah no, no, first no, no. i was first like Anna, do you want to see the studio yeah because oh, sure. she's never been down here yeah so i brought her down here and then yeah. we sat in these good tour. comfortable chairs yeah the finest and i think yeah. we talked about like genshin impact for an hour <laughs> like amongst other things yeah and then we were like oh like you know we should probably go. Like we haven't seen people in an hour. Like this is a little weird. And then we, I would come upstairs, and I see you guys playing party games, yeah. which is one of my worst fears. Mm-hmm. What is that? And my purse is sitting in the middle of the yes. table. Yeah. And I'm sitting people in your were kitchen. Putting their and drinks in. I know. It, well, people were like, "Whose is this?" And I'm sitting there with Anna, and I'm like, "Anna, <laughs> that's, my, that's my purse. That's my purse." I'm like, "I can't go out there." We're I not can't gonna go out kick there. your ass. And then it's- Anna's like, "I will go out and get your purse." And that's when I realized <laughs> Anna's like the bravest person. <laughs> I've ever met. Is it a hatred of people or party games? Oh, what is it? It's a combination. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like sitting in your kitchen window. I was like, Anna, what are we going to do? My purse is out there. And instead, everyone now is just confused, looking inside, seeing these faces pop up and down <laughs> like moles in a whack-a-mole game in the windows. No, but then, and then you're missing the second half, which is oh. what Anna brought up, is that we got the purse and then we left. Right. But then we were going to leave, and then we were talking again, and then we're like, what if we just get one more beer, and then we sat on your stoop like stoop kids. I like that. And had and had a nice stoop kid conversation About in the Genshin dark. Impact. Yeah. All right, this seems good. Um, maybe because it might come up during our Extra Life stream, which, by the way, is this Saturday, starting at 12 p.m. Central, and then going for 20 hours is going to be the plan. So we're going all throughout the night, rotating guests. We have a bunch of stuff happening that's going on on MinMax's uh, YouTube channel. This is going to be relevant, I swear. Um... But what? Why do you not like party games? Because maybe they were gonna have like a it's, partyish it's, game happening at some point during I that. D- stream. I don't like the ones where it's like you know someone has to. I don't like having to learn a new game in a new group of people. It's the anxiety. Of it's so stressful. It is stressful. And, and like, then you have people who already know how to play yeah, it, and, and they're a like, lot of I love this game. Rely on communication, <laughs> so you're like. I don't know how to communicate specifically to these people. Mm-hmm. They're like especially if play. it's people you don't know. Yeah. But that's too. the ice breaking like, point. That's I don't the want point to break of the, the ice. Game. I like yeah, the no. there. Yeah, I also, bury me ice, in my ice. Ice breakers are awful too. Like I would rather like yeah. no. Yeah. I am flummoxed. I like party games with people I know. Well, here's yeah, the thing, but, but like you play D and D, like. You yeah, understand. But that's like with a, with a like. A that's with the group same that you people. Know. There's a every two weeks. Yeah. Every Sunday, we have the same characters. We're not coming in and like it's learning consistent. a new game every week. I think there's the there's the spectrum though. It's like the crossing paths of if it's a large group of unknown people, you need that game to be moron easy. Whereas if it's a good group of friends, then you can dive in and make it complex. And mm-hmm. it, I feel like we were aware of that. You, I don't think you were going to be confused about the rules of try and guess the celebrity I'm impersonating or the hell it was. I don't know. I think it's more the. I think it's also the social anxiety part of it too. Maybe. Thank you for me. Yeah, I I imagine absolutely. Okay. I don't know celebrities. For me, for me, it's like it doesn't. People are. It's it's the fear of not knowing something Mm -hmm, too, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. just like looking stupid in front of people you don't know. That's definitely the fear. And then you have an option between talking with the person who you know who has really similar <laughs> brain to you versus mm-hmm. the unknown waters, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there might be gold in those unknown waters. That's okay. a phrase. I don't think I, there was. I will probably, I will, I will probably drown. I'm, oh. 
<laughs> hey, uh, on this episode of the podcast, we're not talking about God of War Ragnarok. Uh, no spoilers, you don't need to worry about it, um, because we are taking the deepest dive into God of War Ragnarok, so that is happening on MinMax's YouTube channel. That is our huge game club discussion. It is a three-part discussion. So, if you want to join that and submit your comments and have us read your comments and thoughts on God of War Ragnarok during that discussion, you can support MinMax on Patreon at any tier whatsoever. If you support us at the $5 tier, you unlock the podcast version of that discussion right in your favorite podcast feed as well. Um, and so, on Monday, over on Patreon, we're collecting the comments, and it's in everything in the game, for everything in the game, up through the quest, Old Friends, which is like roughly six hours into the game or so. So stop when you hit that point, submit a comment, that is what we're covering in the first discussion. And for that crew, we have Surreal Vasquez, coming back for that. We have Jill Grote from Indian Former. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Kyle Bossman from Delayed Input, formerly of Easy Allies, so it should be a fun crew. Do you think you're going to play... Gotta wear Ragnarok, Sarah. Do you think that's something that you're interested in? Can you dunk on it Why on a stream? Why does everybody... I have people pounding on my door. Because it's like a good and game. begging <laughs> me to play God of War. Right. And but why? Have you, play, have you played the first God of War? Good. No. You've been it's playing very, it? Yeah. Okay. I, I got a code for it, actually. So oh. I, I, I've been playing for a little while. And I... Yes. It's... I'm, I mean, I can't say spoilers or anything, but it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's so good. That's why people... And it's like, it's like everything that was good about the first God of War, like, times 10. Times 10? Oh, yeah. That's mathematical. I, I think it's great. So that's the reason why people are probably asking you, like, hey, are you going to play that good game? It's a great story, too. Yeah. What? I mean, you I know, just... You know what is a good game? What's that? Sonic Frontiers. Okay. Interesting. Interesting point. <laughs> wow. Interesting point. <laughs> Sonic Frontiers, ladies and gentlemen, the hottest release. This thing is out. Uh, it is out now on everything, including the Switch. And did I see right that the Switch version isn't trash? I don't know. I'm not playing on Switch. I, I, I'm playing on PC. Um, but uh, you're playing on PS5? Yes. And then, wait, everyone's playing on PS5, right? Okay. Um, all right. Let's set the table here. Literally, because we're sitting on a table now. It's a rare treat. I played two hours of it or so. Uh, Sarah, how much have you played? I cleared the first zone. Okay. And that That's is... That's about three, four hours? Okay. Anna, where That's you the at? the first island then? Or? Yeah, I made it to the next okay. spot. Got it. The next mm. open zone. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have played five hours, but I am, I don't know, I can't figure out how to leave the island. <laughs> I'm you not going to lie, that's where I am too. Yeah. Uh, I'm like four hours and I'm just like, Chronos Island, how do I get off you? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but I've been enjoying exploring it too, so like, I I wasn't I wasn't in a rush. Like, you know, Sonic's so fast, but I was like, you know what? Let me stop and smell the flowers. <laughs> Let me take it slow I on mean, this island. That is the weird thing about the game. Yeah. Overall... I like the game so far. I like it more than I thought. It's so playable. It's very playable. It's, it's so playable. Well, maybe compared to 3D Absolutely. Sonic games. Absolutely. It Does that sound thing. like the bare minimum? It's, it's yeah, so it is. It, it Look, the bare minimum. Sonic exists on a separate scale from mm -hmm. most games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, this is great. Okay, a 7, okay. that's yeah. basically a 10. Yeah. A 7 oh, out of 10 yeah. Sonic, that's yeah. a 10 out of 10 Sonic right there. It's an asterisk on Metacritic, actually. Like they say this is actually a 10 yeah, if you factor yeah. in the Sonic I thing. I feel like Sonic fans are going to like this game, but me as not really a Sonic fan, I'm not sure I'm, like, completely vibing with it. I, I get that. But at the same time, it is fascinating isn't it like it's a bizarre thing like <laughs> yes. i'm yeah. trying to understand like what are you like it's trying to do so many different things at once mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it doesn't really do any of them that well but like it's also interesting to be in an open world as well like right it's just this, it's, it's just hilarious it, it's very like, ambitious but it's also not meeting those ambitions i think me. that's right yeah it's like it is 
design-wise, it's one of the funniest games I've ever mm -hmm, played. Mm -hmm. Not in the classic sense, but it's just so bizarre to be like, okay, what if you just took some vibes from Shadow of the Colossus and That's there's going to be a light, yeah, a light rainfall. But also, like, and also Breath of the Wild. But then also, also just shoehorn like parts of like a pinball machine yep. through the world. Yep. It's just so And then silly. it's like, you're going to cut so grass weird. at this point. Mm -hmm. And yes. I loved it. And <laughs> I loved like, it. Okay. I loved like I had to herd the cocos. Oh, they would that. they would yeah. drop bombs yep. on you, and I yep. couldn't. I I was just like, what does this have to do <laughs> with love, the rest of? The I know. Game? I was like, I just, what is? Why are these like? Why are they in love? Why are they going back to their family? Love? I don't know. Yeah. I thought that that was a but side was quest kind of starting cute. off. I Me was like, too. And I was like, it. I was like, wait, no, main this story. Is, this is what Amy wants me to do. Like, I ran around for two hours doing the wrong thing, and I was like, oh no, I need to be focusing on like. That's what I thought too. I was like, I didn't realize the Amy stuff. Yeah. Like heard of me. Yeah. I know. Now she's like glitching through yeah, the world. I like it, I was like, she's fine. She can wait. I need my hearts to revive the relationship with Amy. Mm -hmm. Sarah, as the world's biggest Sonic fan, yeah. um, give us give us your hot take. Okay, it's it's playable. So but incredibly outside of playable. That. But like it's so cool to be able to run fast as Sonic <laughs> and not immediately go like flying into a void or like right. the, the camera's not getting stuck on anything. Oh, yeah. And like I'm reaching like you can go up so high. And and then fall down. And yeah, it's yeah, no, fine. No fall damage. No fall damage. Is, no fall damage. Is very good. Yeah, it is genuinely a thrill to be like in that open environment. Just be like, all right, I'm just gonna book it mm -hmm. and see what happens. I yeah. do like the cyberspace uh, levels a lot. Yeah, I so like those. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around like the structure of this thing. So it is uh -huh. just the weird open zones, and you're gonna be yes. jumping from like mm -hmm. different themed open zones, all mm -hmm. that stuff. And then within that, it's like here are these cyberspace levels where. Sometimes they're 2D, but otherwise it's like, here's a Green Hill Zone. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Well, they're all like plays of like, old Sonic levels. Yeah, right. they're like just classic Sonic shoehorned into this mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild Sonic. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to remember, do you have to unlock those with like a currency? You have to get the, you yeah. to get the, gears, the gears from the bosses. From the Shadow from, Colossus Yeah, from the Shadow of the Colossus bosses. Kill, kill the bosses. The yeah. Oh my God. And that's cool? Yeah, I mean, I fought that like giant squid thing with yeah. like the big tail. I oh. love that. Oh yeah. my god! Like being able cool. to run and it's doing like loop de loops and like hello, I just can't believe that they figured this out. I yeah. I like my expectations for like the Sonic team are on the ground. Like they're <laughs> oh, no. so low. Oh no! But the fact that I could do that, like you can run along a boss while it's like twisting and turning throughout the entire zone. Yep. That's that's so cool. No, like it is absolutely amazing. Okay. I mean, back in Sonic Adventure of the Dreamcast. And then you guys like, need to get to the boss of this zone. It's good. Because like that is unhinged. Okay. Oh. See, like, I had I kind of have an opposite experience with that boss where I was like, wow, I can see what they were going for here, but this doesn't seem as cool as when I saw a dragon in Breath of the Wild for the first time. I do. So unfortunately. I, I, well, you can't compare everything to that. But I know, I, I know, but. No, I had that exact yeah, comparison, though. Yeah. Like, genuinely, like, walking around no. the world, like, the first so, time I saw the flying yeah, thing, yeah. I did have this feeling of just like, <gasps> and it was like a real gasp that yeah. reminded me of seeing the dragon in Breath of the Wild or even, you know, some, you know, I was going to compare it to seeing the whale scene from Sonic Adventure, but it's nice to be playing a 3D Sonic game and have this genuine moment of like, Wow, that's actually impressive. I love seeing big things in an open world. That is mm -hmm. my exact cup of tea in video I games. I guess I wish there was more, like, when you're actually, like, taking it down, like, I don't know. I just feel like once you're actually, like, hitting it and combating it, like, it's just kind of the same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, like, climbing on top of it's cool, but then it's kind of just like, okay, then you just sort of... You kind of spam X a lot. But, I mean, on that note, though, like, there's a whole skill tree and, like, unlockable yeah, yeah, yeah. moves and stuff. That is not something the, I expected. The guns out of your feet. <laughs> it's actually it's actually Bayonetta. Um, it's close. It's damn close. I mean, that's a weird game. 
It is so mm-hmm. bizarre. Is it everything that you wanted? Well, here's the thing. When a Sonic game comes out, I have a little bit of like a flow chart. And my flow chart is, is it just like Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? Right. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, best Sonic game that's ever happened. Right. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No. Are there chows in it? Yeah. It doesn't have a chow garden. Is it exactly like Sonic Cocos Adventure 2? Are close. They're not. Okay. And then it goes and then it's no. And then it's like, well, I hope it's playable. That it is the flow chart. But this, I, I, is it? This is what I'm still trying yeah. to figure out. Like, it's not Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. It's something no. new, but I just don't know if that's, like, enough to make you fall in love with this game. Or if it's just you appreciate it for the abstractness of, I guess it's another 3D Sonic and I'm think, on board for any 3D Sonic. I think to answer that question, I would need to, like, describe the mindset of the average Sonic enjoyer. Yeah. Which is just, you know, a lot of bad games have come out. A lot of bad Sonic games have come out. Yeah. And this isn't bad. It's not bad. No, which, it's better than I Which, on the Sonic scale, means it's great. I feel like people could be saying that people said that about, I don't know, Sonic Colors or something, which I know now is like beloved. And it's like in the canon of all time great Sonic games and stuff. But I feel like there have been pockets of 3D Sonics that have been like, this is better than I expected. This feels like a level beyond that. Yeah, like, I feel this and I'm happy playable. for Sonic fans. I've never felt so good controlling Sonic. Yeah. Like he's never felt so controllable as you're this little blue hedgehog going at mock speeds. Which, by the way, what is with it in the beginning when it asks, like, do you want an action game or you want to go fast or something? I think they oh, were worried. Level, yeah, because right? there's that, like, it was, it was like adventure or action oh. versus high speed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, well, I the, chose high, high speed. the high speeds for like people who are used to Sonic games. Yeah. So you're used to kind of like going really fast and like flying off the world every so often. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think it was like adventure mode is for people who aren't used to that. Okay. But then I'm like, don't put that in there. It's also weird that in the menu you can like tweak the speed. The you can speed, yeah, like starting the speed. Is, okay, this is the thing. Some of the systems I don't understand. You can tweak the speed, and then you can also upgrade his speed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what's the difference? But I think you. Well, can, you're gonna be going faster. I guess it's like if you need better handling, maybe. Okay. Okay. Maybe you're like, oh, that's too fast. That's way too fast. I can't even. No, no, no. We yeah, got Sonic. Sonic doesn't say that. You gotta. I mean, you know, accessibility-wise, maybe we have to pump the brakes a little bit yeah. in some areas. Sometimes you're having too yeah. much fun, and you really gotta scale it back. It is weird because there's like a slider for like, all right, acceleration, basically, mm-hmm. like starting speed. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think I want this all the mm-hmm. way up. I don't know why I wouldn't make the most of this whole experience and whatnot. I went all in on speed. Smart. But did you go fishing with Big the Cat? Yes. Yeah, no. I did. I, I had. I had this moment too where I was like, "Oh, this is cute. We're gonna get some collectibles." No, I fish out the item that allows me to fast travel. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? I need that. I was like, "What is that?" I need to figure out how there? to do that. Yeah, Weird. I need to go fishing. Yeah, you need to learn to love Big the Cat mm-hmm. um, Big, and embrace Big, him as a character. <laughs> Big looks amazing in this. He looks really Can I just good. Say, hey, I was way like, to go, Big. I was like, Big, like, like whatever you're doing, whatever you've been doing. It's, it's been working. working. <laughs> but what do you think this is? I it's would... Sonic. It's literally a Sonic <laughs> no, game. No, it is not a Sonic <laughs> game, Sarah. I understand that conceptually it is, but it is such just a weird idea of trying to like elevate and make this artistic version of Sonic, but still inject that's enough exactly, Sonic stuff I'm just into it. That's exactly what a Sonic game is. Like it. It's kind of its own thing. It is. It's Yeah. They're trying to make it everything but Sonic, but then put Sonic in it. And yeah. I feel like you could say that for a lot of the 3D Sonic mm-hmm. games. I, I wish you were more over the moon about it, Sarah. Over about the Sonic game? I feel like she sounds was, excited. To I am. Yeah, she, I, she, I, don't, I can't really, imagine her more yeah, excited. I am an average Sonic yeah, I enjoyer. I could. Because, like, what was that last Sonic game where it was, like, Sonic as Che Guevara or whatever? 
Sonic's what? <laughs> it's like the black and red stars and you make your own character. What was that last one called? Oh, Forces. Forces. Like, this feels like you're talking about Forces. Like, oh, it's 3D Sonic and this one's I, playable. But this is such a weird Sonic. I could Sonic. say so, not Forces. Anything but Forces. Okay. But, like, this is this is a great Sonic. Okay. Um, it's just, it, on the flow chart, it's not exactly like Sonic Adventure 2 battle. So it's like, it, yeah. you know, it like we already right. punched it off into, like, the wrong direction. Right, right. Do you feel sonic out this year? From what? Because it's wild. Like, they have the Sonic show coming up on Netflix in December. How could I be a Sonic movie? It's just like... Yep. The VTubers are going nuts. I mean, Sonic Origins came out. The movie was a huge movie earlier this year. Like, there's more Sonic packed in this year than any year ever. It's a wild thing to think about, but still, not enough. You need more. I don't think there is a maximum Sonic amount. Oh, interesting. I don't think that exists. Sega's gonna put that on the back of a box. <laughs> careful. Be careful what you say. They are listening. Um, I saw your stream in Sonic and the Black Knight. Oh my god, I don't want to talk about it. Is it really bad? I because you have to do it with the Wiimote. Yeah. Right? And it's like this is this is the thing, it's coming off of Sonic and the Black Knight. Sonic Frontiers is an absolute godsend. It's an absolute <laughs> gift. It's so playable. You can actually control Sonic. Uh-huh. In Sonic and the Black Knight, they like forgot that Sonic's entire purpose was to go fast. Because yeah. in, in the levels that you constantly have to stop, like I had to stop and give a peasant 20 rings and I had to do that five times. <laughs> Does he and always I'm have Sonic a sword? Do you hedgehog. run with the yeah, sword? Yeah, you run with the sword and That's then you sick. have to swing That's your sick. sword. I have and to play that song. I'm, no, you do not because I, <laughs> I still have like arm pain from fighting one of the bosses from having to waggle the Wiimote. I have like carpal tunnel. Uh, you're good at Twitch because I saw uh, your stream was just called Sonic Elden Ring. Oh, and yeah. You're playing Sonic Black Knight. Like, God, she's so smart. Of course, that's what you call that stream. Are you stopping there? You're just going to be streaming Sonic Frontiers now? No, I'm not Sonic doing Frontiers that anymore. Now? Yeah. Okay. Are you finishing Sonic Frontiers on your Twitch channel? Absolutely. All right. I love it. I'm going to tune in. And if you're not smiling, uh, I'm going to... You'd be like, to Sarah, I noticed that you're not quite fully enjoying yourself playing a Sonic Frontiers. I just feel like this game is a miracle for Sonic fans. It is and a little like, bit of a miracle, isn't it? I feel like this is the closest we're getting. I'm afraid we're getting a little Icarus and we're flying too close to the sun and there's yeah. nowhere to go but down after this game. Ooh. Which is what I'm more concerned about. Is Are they going to look into this open world and okay. look, look at the sevens and then be like, maybe we actually don't need to make Sonic Adventure 2 again. <laughs> but like, what if they look at this game and then they make a similar game? That's what I was thinking. they build off of it and they get three more years to make mm. it and it's just like this, but better. Mm. I don't know. And there's a Chow Garden. Yeah, and there's a Chow Garden. They get rid of those other guys. The Cocos. Yeah, yeah, the Cocos. And they <laughs> bring all, in like, the real stars. dying in the middle of my playthrough? Did you guys get there? No. But they're just oh, like, okay. yes. they're just like dropping dead. Yeah. Is, wow. there, is there a universe where you're going to stick with this, Elise? Or is it an interesting anomaly for the year and then you're I, moving on? I've got God of War to play. <laughs> so interesting, interesting. I'm probably going to go back to that. Okay. I don't want to judge, but uh, that seems like a smart move. Um, uh, Sarah, we watched the um, <laughs> Nintendo Indie World. We did. Uh, on Wednesday. We did their reaction stream for it. Oh, yes. Um, where they're running through all these things. Did you all watch that? I so, did not. I okay. heard about it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it was good. How would you describe the tone of that, Sarah? Varied. Wonderfully varied. It was. It was, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Um, it was very... Um, Wonderfully paced. It was, wasn't it? It was. It was just a it lot was. of very the tone cute shifted. little indie games. Yeah, were the there cute indie game. like standouts? Yeah, I think there were a lot of... I don't know which ones are like, this is the first we've heard of them. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the Nintendo indie directs are just like, this mm-hmm. game is already out on Steam, but oh, now yeah. it's coming to the Switch. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So, so there's some of those. Of like, oh, Inscription's coming out. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh, a little of the left that's launching. Yes, yes. On is that out today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out today, is really out. good. Yeah. Have you been playing it, Anna? Um, I played the demo a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know, it like kind of took off on TikTok. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll give this a try. This is cute. And I really enjoyed it. Like, very charming game. Yeah. I was playing it on uh, Steam and then playing it on the Steam Deck. And it is, it's just a series. It's like 75 little puzzles. And I thought it was going to be much more in kind of the unpacking vein of just mm-hmm. kind of a nice, chill game. But it got to that point where some of these mm-hmm. puzzles were like, okay, I'm actually mm-hmm. a little bit stumped here. I don't know what you want from me. Cause it's, but it's a cool idea where it's just like mm-hmm. rapid firing, more or less, yeah. just through all these different environments. And one of them's like, hey, here's a stack of pencils. Arrange the pencils from biggest to smallest. You can assume there's a solution. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. It's all the, in like the same yeah. little house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a cat is kind of the overwhelming yeah. theme of like the cats like messing with the objects and stuff. But it's cool just to be like, all right, here's a new puzzle. And it's just like, it's a bunch of books on a bookshelf. Then you really have to stop and think like, I, I don't even have the language for what they want this puzzle solution to be. So you're just trying to guess like, okay, it turns out the answer is you line up all of the little lines that are on each book. It's just like weird stuff like that. But that's that. like one of several solutions. Is that a lot, right? of, a lot of the puzzles have more than one solution. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Um, that's cool. But there was, a, there was a game that you were excited about. It's uh, playing right now for the video version. Mm-hmm. What is, is that it thing called? Goodbye World? Yeah, what is that? Goodbye World. It's Is that with the little ghosts? Mm, or, no, am I thinking of something no. else? No. Just kidding. I know, I know what you're thinking of. Okay. I think it says yes. goodbye something with that yes, game. Yes, I think that one's How to Say Goodbye. How to Say Goodbye. How to Say Goodbye. That Thank came you. out, I think, like earlier this week. But yeah, Goodbye World is just this really cute pixel game where you play as like you're trying to develop a video game or that's the story. That's whether there's mm-hmm. like a Game Boy game within yeah. the game type And then you kind of proceed through levels of a 2D kind of platformer while you play. Right, right. It seems cool. It has an aggressive filter on it, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, let's see, other standouts. There was a game called Pepper Grinder that maybe was the coolest looking thing there that Devolver is going to be publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grinder is your robot friend that you uh, ride around and stuff like that. But it just looks like it plays well. All of us were watching it in the reaction stream and be like, this is probably a rogue game. Doesn't seem like it, it doesn't is. Doesn't seem like it is. Which is, you know, not that I'm sick of the genre, but it's like, I am excited that it is not. Um, but a big part of it is like, you're going around collecting gems and then it just looks really satisfying because you're like digging through the dirt to collect these gems. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, Remember the mole in Yoshi's Island or like uh, YouTube chat immediately reminded us that it's Ori in the Will of the Wisps, like digging through that environment. It looks really satisfying. Cool. So Pepper Grinder looks good. Um, there's one that's out now on Switch called Once Upon a Jester. Can you describe that, Sarah? Because I don't think I can. I can only describe it as like when you go to like the Renaissance Fair and you see those like medieval puppet shows, right. you get to, you kind of play as like the puppet like characters and mm. you're a traveling troop and your goal is to get to the castle to perform a heist. Ooh. So you're a traveling troop and you have to win these little competitions as you go to get to the castle. So you're invited to perform in front of the royalty and you have to put on these shows and it seems like you get to pick the theme of your show and then you go through a series of quick time events to sort of like successfully perform it. But the developers just like improv and ad libbed the entire thing, and this they is, also voice yeah. acted it. This sounds amazing. It, I'm it not gonna lie. It's out now. Yeah, uh, it's out now on Switch. Oh, it's coming to Steam, that. but they haven't done a so day cool. on it yet. Yeah, like that is the part that locked a, me in. Mm-hmm. Is like when they said, "Yeah, we were recording improv. our voices," and oftentimes we would just use the first recording. Yeah, and like, the okay, game. that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's excited. called Once Upon a Jester, um, and then they. Closed it out by showing off Sports Story again, which is the sequel to Golf Story. Much more than sports? They just kept saying, this is a game about sports. And they would show a bunch of different sports and be like, and then it's also... You're a detective. Right. And then also here's a shot where it looks like it's Metal Gear Solid as a parody. And it was rapid firing like through all these different environments and 
styles of gameplay so it makes sense why this thing has taken so long to develop is they just mm-hmm. seem to have packed an infinite amount of nonsense in there but golf story was very fun um so i'm really looking forward to that and then they announced that it's coming out in december too which is the big reveal so we have one more game to play before we're talking about game of the year stuff sarah it'll be a real hoot um hey elise hi hi uh does this feel like the old Game Informer show table, by the way. Yeah, it does. Definitely. It is weird, isn't you got, it? You got it right. Mm-hmm. Got it right, yeah. yeah. Um, we used to podcast in person a lot, like in this old office. It's like this Game Informer thing. So. Oh, an office. Sounds yeah. fancy. Wait, what's, <laughs> what's, what's, what's Game, what's game Informer? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Elise. Secret club that we <laughs> it's, were in. Yeah, we like to keep it on the down low. We don't really like to talk <laughs> about it too much. Um, but there's a game that everybody's been screaming at us that we should uh, talk about and okay. play. Um, and I saw that you had played it and I was very thankful. Oh. Um, a Plague Tale Requiem. <gasps> Sorry, I love that game. Really? <laughs> I love that game so much. Oh my God. I, this has, I, have you seen this fan base? There's like a fan base for Plague Tale on the internet that is like, they it's were just, the they're screaming. Ever since Innocence came out years ago. It's a good series. 2019? Yeah. 2020? I forget when Innocence came out. Uh, yeah, a few years ago at least. Yeah, but people are just screaming like, people need to give this game a chance. It's on Game Pass. Please Requiem love God, like check it out. It's like a whole other level. I mean, the, the budget must have been something. I don't know if it's Microsoft money or what, like coming from like first day Game Pass kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, curious. their budget like skyrocketed clearly because it's like one of the prettiest games I've outside of God of War Ragnarok that I've played on like my PS5. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's really pretty and it's really good. Yeah. So it's um it's on Game Pass, but it's also available on everything, including like Switch mm-hmm. um, through the cloud streaming thing. But um, it is a story focused Action adventure stealth. Yes. It's a story focused game where you're going to be crouching in a lot of bushes and walking around and throwing rocks to distract guards and that type of thing. And then using what alchemy is what they call it. You're combining different chemicals to like mix and match to make your sling. Do you have different effects? Yeah, like have like fire explosions and things like that. Um, They do a lot of like dark and light stuff. So like the, the rats can't come into the light. So you have to make sure that you like go towards like the lanterns and you know make sure the lanterns are on with your slingshot with the fire and right that way and stuff and they sort of sneak around um different cities around france um yeah it's like france in the 1300s which is times yeah bizarre and that's like the big hook for the last one and then this one is so good we have swarms of rats everybody okay so i read this on the playstation blog a while back but apparently the tech that they used allowed for at least on like ps5 and like series x for there to be like 300,000 rats at the same time on your screen. That is such a weird It is like point. an avalanche of like <laughs> Did they show a screenshot rats? of like of it in action like all the rats there? I think they did. I'm did they to think mocap about on the blog uh, the rats? Like did I don't know. Each one individually. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I mean, but does like, it look like it a janky was... mess in the game cuz I I played the game but I haven't found the rats yet. It doesn't yet. look janky. <laughs> it just looks like I don't even know how to explain it. Like this weird furry avalanche with like red eye, all these red eyes coming at you. It looks cool. I I you have to experience it for yourself. There are so many like it's a sea of rats coming at you and it's like going and it's breaking everything in the city and crushing all these buildings and you have to run and it's insane. I'm confused by the tone of this game. Same. Um, I'm confused by this game. Well, okay. I don't understand what's confusing. It's called the Plague Tale Requiem. Well, then I was like, <laughs> it's got to do with the plague and they're like, you kind of just sneak around in the plague? Do yeah, the rats s- bring the plague? Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. That's, I think that's the, the rats overall idea. the plague and it also has to do with like your younger brother who has this like... Does he have the plague? 
blood disease oh, okay. thing that is also causing the rats, and he's like also part of the. Does he turn into a rat? Is he no. like the rat? Does he king? turn into like a bunch of rats? No, I feel like I'm, if I say more, it'll spoil. But like he has a big, he has a big part in it. You like to the try Pied to save Piper him. of the belly like, of the rats? A little bit. See, yeah, that's you're on the right path. Like, I feel you're like the, the right way path. they're selling this game is by not telling. You need to like. You do, do need I, to experience. I, do I get it. to be the rat? There's no. like palace intrigue with the rats. You have yeah. to avoid the rats and stop the plague. What if I wanted to be the rats and cause have the plague? You uh, so that is kind of part of it too, though. Like there are. Instances where you like control the rats I want to and control the rats. And you can just play so. Dishonored there. You can actually take a, over a rat and run around the city. But I, good with stuff. I really, it's uh, a good, it's, it's really fun. Okay. I had a great time. It definitely and seems like it's, it's one of those actually, underdogs of the year. I played it in French. Um, oh, because very fancy. I'm from Montreal. So like my second language is French. Um, I don't know. Why are you clapping? <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed by anybody. Who, wait, everybody here can speak another language. Well, Ben, I I, <laughs> I passed some tests for Spanish in college, and okay. they called it good. Well, anyway, so I I played it in French, and I thought the voice acting was really good that way because they do that weird thing in the English version where like everyone has a British accent for no reason, <laughs> even though it's in France. Yeah. And I was annoyed by that, so I switched over. Oops, I switched over to um to French, and it was great. It was really good. But I, I keep thinking, like, it must have been a really funny game for, like, the actors to record their lines, because so much of it is, like, in stealth mode. Like, there's a lot of dialogue when you're just going through A lot stealth, of whispering. And a lot of whispering, so they're just like, Amicia, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Like, it's just that for, like, 30 minutes. I'd imagine, like, voice actors are delighted, though. It's like, it's either that or Dragon Ball Z screaming. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I just get to whisper into a mic and get a paycheck? This seems amazing. I thought it was really funny. Are there voice actors for the rats? Oh, I wish. Yeah, save it for the third one, I think. They really lean into the rats mm-hmm. a little bit more. When they get an even larger budget and it's, like, an ensemble cast and Chris Pratt is, like, I'm playing <laughs> the, I'm the number nice. one rat. It'd be nice. I've always thought probably the most fun, like, voice acting gig would be to be a zombie because you get to mm. just... I mean, it'll probably hurt your throat by the end of the day slash end of the week or whatever. Right. How often you do it. But, like, how much fun would that be to just be, like, doing stupid groans all day and, like, making weird noises? It does seem good. I think that I, this is my, like, dream... Yeah, we had Sarah uh, Elmale on the podcast. We had like the deepest dive in Mass Effect with her and whatnot. Um, but she was like additional voices for The Last of Us. And like, mm. I was on this podcast where we asked her like, I know it's obnoxious, but like, could you just make some of the sounds that you made in The Last of Us as like the <laughs> clicker and whatnot? Um, and or like the runners. And like hearing her snap into that, it was bizarre. It's just weird to be like, oh, this person that I've been talking to, I know that sound. I've heard That's that so scream. Wait, did she from do the like the, the, what are they called? The clickers? She did like thing? the runners, like oh. the people who are just starting to turn and Can whatnot. Can you try and do it? Yeah, 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 like, okay. it, it, like, it. Yeah, it goes a little something like this. It was like, <clears throat> oh gosh. And you can compare and contrast these with little lips of the next show, but it's kind of like. Don't hit anybody. Okay, I won't. I'm going to flail though, Sarah, so. <laughs> here, I'm going to move my hands. Can. If you get in the way, it's your own. His arms are so long. It's like. <laughs> it's kind of like that, except it sounded really good, like Naughty Dog level good <laughs> overall. You're welcome to try. Oh, you know. I, I'll pass. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to follow that performance. Yeah, yeah you just, just set the bar so out, high. Oh my God. They're carrying an Oscar into this room. Oh it's happening. Oh my God. That's, that's um, literally so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I I am rooting for Plague to Requiem. I think it's 
cool. You know, it's the same studio, strangely enough, that made Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, that's what's crazy about yeah. it. Wait, what? Yep. Yeah, no way. A, a it's a small studio. Studio. Yep. yep. So like, that's they, what's wild to me. They, it feels like they've been building up these I narrative chops. So bad. You should just I reach hope, out. I'm, I have. Oh really? <laughs> Miss it? No, we're busy with the Please rest. Give me an Thank interview. You. Um, but yeah, it seems like they are just ready to go for full AAA budget. Like if Sony wants to just back up a Brinks truck full of money and be like, hey, make one of those Sony style quality narrative experiences. It feels like they've been building the chops and these games have just been cranking out. And it's like playing it. Yeah. I, I, I'm impressed from what I played so far. It kind of feels like a B tier Sony production. Yes. But yeah. when Sony is like, but like A or S tier, that's still like damn, damn good. Like B tier Naughty Dog. Like it's under right. that, you know, it's not yeah. Naughty Dog level, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, it absolutely feels like that. And it's cool to have that evident in the industry. Crazy. I, I don't want to tell anybody what to do. I think the problem is that the game's called A Plague Tale Requiem. Yeah. It's truly a horrific name. It is. A bad I think name. it's the cover. I think it's the sad orphan type people yes. on the cover. Yes. It's not, but. You and want, not like, a bunch of rats. Yeah. Like, you know, what if it was just a rat's nest? That's true. And there, it's like this is the this they is the rat game. They could have done that a little game. better. Yeah, right. Or just like a rat. I don't know. I'm curious up. how the sales are going to be for it. I'm like, very I'm curious. Very too. curious because I feel like it has a a strong community, but like a small community. So I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really curious too. But then again, it's really on Game Pass, so they probably have but... the numbers where enough there's people have probably cool tried stuff it. In that game though, like the, it, the, there's some cool stuff about like I don't know, just about like violence, like. It, how about the characters engage with violence and like especially as kids because the amicia the protagonist i think is just like supposed to be 15 or 16 years old and mm-hmm. then hugo is like five years old and you sort of see them like really struggle when they like and they have to be violent to survive and stuff but like do you see them like really struggle with like being tormented by all that too as they go and i don't see many games that do that yeah i was really struck by just yeah the level of violence because starting out it's like okay i'm working with my little brother here this is cute and then not too long after this all right here's an axe to this man's skull directly in front of you have fun yeah um yeah does it um without spoiling anything do you Mm -hmm. feel like it kind of wraps things up or is it going to be plague tale for the rest of time for a sobo if they're lucky it has kind of a, f- a final ending, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, to be honest, it felt pretty final. I don't know. Um, but for now, yeah, I think I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But it felt it felt final with so, with with the, particularly considering a last choice that you make at oh, the end of the game. Interesting. Yeah. Sarah. I saw the rats. Did you like them? I saw the rats like jump on that man. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Okay. You'd rather play that thing out of war? Only if I got to be the rats. Okay, I understand. Um, what do you want to talk about, Sarah? Do you want to talk about Harvestella? You, people kept <laughs> warning you. People kept, I tried to tell you. Yeah. I tried to tell you. I was like, I don't think, you know, and then you for some reason had to play it. So this is Square Enix's new game. Um, there's a demo out so everybody can check it out. It's a $60 joint. Um, this is the game that they revealed, I feel like just earlier this year. And I think... I got excited and I think other people on the internet got excited because like, oh, it looks just like Square Enix making a higher budget rune factory. Like, give me farming, give me JRPG nonsense. This sounds like a great combo. Like rune factory is always great in theory. I think the quality is like, it'd be cool if somebody really blew out that formula in a big way. And it seemed like Harvestell is going to do that. And then starting it, it, it's, um, I'm not that far, but it seems like the big takeaway from everybody is like, oh, this is just kind of a mediocre JRPG with mm-hmm. some farming elements. It seems like it's 70-30, the opposite mm-hmm. direction from what Despite people wanted. Despite the title being Harvestella. 
Right. There's very little harvesting mm. happening. It's a lot of kind of boring quests and stuff. Mm-hmm. That you played the demo and you said I'm out? I played the demo and I outed. I dropped after like the first dungeon type area where yeah. you're wandering around and like trying to get your Elden Ring shortcuts, but you're also just wandering around this very empty environment and encountering monsters. And I cut out after there. But my my one pet peeve with this game is I have never felt less like a main character. Then when I played Harvestella, huh. you show up to this town, you have amnesia, right? Mm-hmm. You have amnesia because mm-hmm. you're the main character. Mm-hmm. You show up, you're not even there for like 12 hours when a giant crystal falls out of the sky and an alien, like someone in like a spacesuit pops out and the town hates the spacesuit people, mm-hmm. absolutely hates them. And you're like, I think we should keep them. Because I don't know what hate is because I have amnesia. <laughs> wow. So okay. they live with you in your farm hut, right? And then, like, they're unconscious, but then, you know, they wake up and surprise, it's a hot girl. And they're mm-hmm. bunk, they're now your bunkmate. Mm-hmm. And everybody cares about her than me. They're mm-hmm. like, could so you, you just, want- like, get back to farming for us, please? Like, yeah. you're not like, planting enough, like, lettuce or whatever. Uh, so they should have had you play as the hot <laughs> Yeah, alien and then the hot girl the is, like, writing in her diary, and she's like, like I don't... like, I want that life. Yeah, well, she, she, like, wakes you up in the middle of the night because she's, like, going on. Like, she's trying to figure out, like, how did I get here? Like, where is here? Like, mm. I think I might be from the future. <laughs> and you and have I'm literally, amnesia. And then she, she's so rude <laughs> to you. She's oh. the rudest roommate, and she's oh, like... No. And, like, no one wants to acknowledge your problems because you have amnesia. And they're you like... You sound jealous. I <laughs> hate her. Sarah wants to... I hate her. And then at the end, she gets kidnapped, or she oh. wanders off into the woods, and you have to go save her. And oopsie whoopsie, she gets kidnapped, hey, and everyone's hey, like, spoiler, we have spoiler to save her. Demo, Sarah. We have to save the interesting girl, amnesia girl. <laughs> Could you put in the work and get her? I've never felt so disrespected. Uh, so that's Harvestella. Um... <laughs> There's this other game called Coral Island. Yes. Mm. Uh, is this more what we want? It's yes, kinda, it's a it Stardew is, Valley-like, Harvest Moon-like? Almost, I would call it a Stardew Valley clone. Okay. Like, what if Stardew Valley, what if more than one person worked on Stardew Valley? Oh, okay. That is the vibe I get. It, looking at the art style, it mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of like, oh, it kind of looks like a Disney Dreamlight Valley, mm-hmm. except zoomed out. It's the art just style, bubbly, you kind cute. of have to... Like, I had to kind of, like, push past the art style because I wasn't sold in the beginning either. But this is the largest, like, map I've ever played a farming game on. It's huge. For just, like, opportunities to plant stuff? No, no, no. Just in any, like, I'm talking, like, town. This is a huge town. You're on, like, an island, and there's this mesh of, like, different cultures. Like, on the island, there's, like, 28 people you could possibly date, which I think is the most options. There's so many That's people real in this town. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> there's so many. There's almost, like, dare I say, too many people. Because okay. every day I'm like, who are you? I've been here for, like, But are there any month. standout eligible bachelors yeah. or bachelorettes? I mean, they do a really good job, like... Like, it's not all just a bunch of mm-hmm. white people, mm-hmm. which was kind of the issue with Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. cover a lot of bases... You got a lot of options. That's There's bad. literally so many people I have option paralysis, mm. and I I am afraid to choose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's too many. Maybe. Yeah, it is but a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Well, yeah. you could try dating them all and just see what happens. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. it's like a small town. Ta- well, I guess 28 small for a small town, but still, it's 28 people. It's yes. 20, yeah, 28 eligible people, and then there's like a whole Everyone other cast else. of characters yeah. wow. that you can't date. Wow, wow, yeah, which is insane. That is, cool. but Undateable. I'm loving it. But it is early access. Yeah, it's like not even version one point oh zero yet so like a lot of things like i'll go up to click something and they'll be like this will be here when the developers finish it 
back off. Yeah, essentially. So okay. I warn, I caution anyone who wants to dive into this because, you know, they had this like big thing where a bunch of saves did get deleted. So I caution oh, really? you. Yeah, yeah. This is extremely early access. Jesus. All right. Yeah. So I caution you. It's definitely worth checking out. Just know that it's not finished. Yeah. And don't get too attached. Coral Island is the name of that thing. It seems like one that'll pop up on a Nintendo Indie World late next year. Yeah, Everyone I think will be like, so. Oh, perfect. It's actually going 1.0 on consoles yeah. and whatnot. But that's cool. See if they pulled it off so far at least. Um, all right. Can we get to this real thing? Can we talk about this real cool game now, Sarah? Um I feel like every other episode of this podcast, we're just talking about Resident Evil 4. Like, it just will constantly come up forever. Is it? Are we? I feel like we talk about Resident Evil 4 a lot. Like, even before the remake, I feel like maybe it's just having Jacob Geller on or whatever. Like, we're just constantly <laughs> bubbling about Resident Evil 4. I think it was because there were, like, the rumors of the remake, then, like, the first mm-hmm. teaser trailer, then first gameplay trailer, now second gameplay trailer for Resident Evil 4. Um, but Victor Pham wrote in uh, with a question about uh, Resident Evil 4. They just write in and they say, is Resident Evil 4 still the greatest game ever made? And I thought, well, Sarah's literally playing Resident Evil 4 right now on her stream. And with the the hype building for the remake, you seem like the perfect person to ask, is Resident Evil 4 the greatest game ever made still? You literally can't move and shoot at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's called tension, Sarah. I'm sorry. Like, this is, it's a, it's a fun, very fun game. Okay. It's a very fun game. <laughs> then why are you so angry? It is, <laughs> like, people are like, Sarah, this is the greatest game ever. And I'm like, right. I literally can't move and shoot a gun at the same time. Okay, well then play Resident Evil 6. It'll take care of all your problems. <laughs> um, okay, well, isn't there something to it, though? Of I like- mean, it definitely... What I like is that it doesn't take itself too seriously, right? Like, there's so many mini moments in that game where, you know, you're like, oh, I love, like, the minecart level. But right. for every minecart level, there's an Ashley's being carried away and I have to snipe at her until she pulls a lever, you know? Do you okay. know how many times I accidentally shot Ashley? Can you do that? A lot. And it's just yeah, she game dies. Over? Like, they game over instantly. So it's like, and the game is just like, it's constantly just like escalating bullshit. Yeah. Like if there's not one chainsaw person, there's two chainsaw people. And if there's not two chain, there's three chain. That's how all Resident Evil games are. But this, I mean, it is enjoyable. I played it with the Wiimote. Is it your first time going through it? Yeah, I've never played it oh before. Oh my God, that's yeah, so wild. Yeah, so, and I played the Wii version first. So yeah. I had to aim with the Wiimote. And to like knife somebody, you have to shake the Wiimote. And a lot of the quick time events, you have to shake the Wiimote. So I feel like it just like it just the experience was so real. Like when you're trying to run away from Boulder and you're yeah. just like treating <laughs> <laughs> like a Moroccan. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. Yeah, I mean, I love this game, but I haven't played it since 2005. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm just now so poised for that remake. I'm excited for the remake. Yeah, I'm excited for being able to move and shoot a gun at the same time. I, I mean. It's weird to play it for the first time months before the remake comes out, though. Mm. Like, but you're going to dive in and play the remake? Then? Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be fascinating because it's coming out March, end of March for 2023. I'm looking forward to like what they choose to change. And yeah. I'm looking forward to like some of those like cutscenes, like where like Leon and like Luis are like tied to each other. Right. And you're like, yes. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's like the part in that one of the cutscenes in that second trailer that I completely forgot about where it's like Ashley and her, she looks all like mm-hmm. diseased and stuff. And I was talking to PlayStation's Tim Turry about it. It was like, I don't remember Ashley like getting sick. He's like, oh, you know, it's a part. It's, it's like for a quick like 20, part. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes. Okay. It's a 20 minute disease and then she's cured. Oh, one of those. But the, like what's, what sucks about that game is like the most fun I had was when Ashley was kidnapped and wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so like the yeah. best parts of the game is when Ashley would get carried away and you'd be like, oh no, now I get to play this game and have fun. <laughs> Darn it. 
Uh, Elise, you looking forward to that remake? I am. Uh, I actually have not played Resident Evil Ooh. 4. And I've been meaning to since forever. Don't you like horror stuff? I do. And I've played like a bunch of the Resident Evil games. Just yeah. not 4, which I know is like the rever- like everyone loves 4. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. So, like, no, the- I've never actually sat down and played it. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I'm wondering if I should play like the original before the remake or if I should just jump in with I mean, the it's remake. it's so good. Uh, Sarah will like, attest it's so good. Just, but just, I'm, I think I'm just wait. I'm unemployed right now, so maybe I can... You know? I think just wait. I mean, you have enough on your plate, and yeah. in March is not that far away. Like, I think it'd be fun to go in. So fresh. maybe I do just and play the remake. It, yeah. Wait, is it going to be a like a remake remaster? Like, do you know if they're going to change anything or yeah. really I think, just? I yeah. think they're going to change stuff because okay. you can already VR, you can yeah. move and yeah. shoot at the same time. So we've already just uh, oh, blew it out of the water. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, it's to the scale of like the Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 remake where they are were really building mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, so Those amazing. And they're just building up from the ground up for yeah. Resident Evil 4. But um, it was there's in the last round of kind of some interviews about Resident Evil 4 remake and the new trailer and stuff, you had some problems with it. Something about lighting a cow on fire you weren't on board for. Is that what it was? I saw you tweet something about it. Well, that was one of like the new features, right? Like, I I don't think you could do it in the Wii version, but you could, Leon, like, he's being chased by the village people. Um, Sure. And he knocks the lantern down. It falls on a cow and the cow (laughs) on fire sprints into the villagers and like kills them and so now i guess you know we have oh we have environmental kills mm. but my leon kennedy would never sacrifice the life of a cow mm. for his own mm. safety absolutely mm. not not his style um yeah the uh that second trailer for the remake it looks so cool though seeing just like the chainsaw guy and he's like coming after you and the knife parry i could yes, use, i could have used that knife parry when i died to him like 10 times in a row <laughs> but the part that killed me was like him coming after you in the scaffolding and then he's like just hitting the scaffolding with his it chainsaw and it's all so crumbling good. down around him it looks him. so much more like cinematic like they've really like given it the updated horror treatment yeah too like you're not just like running around to like yakety sacks anymore like right. it really feels like you're in the environment it's pretty sweet uh, I think I said anybody else been playing anything they want to talk about? We said we're not talking about God of War, so we're not. Well, <laughs> we are, but just with the deepest dive, yeah. keeping all that stuff over there. But uh, two huge thumbs up. I um, yeah, I played. I streamed like the opening two hours of God of War Ragnarok. It's on our YouTube channel if you want to check that out. But it is it is that feeling of slowly sinking in. Like oh, I feel like I've played this game before. But, oh, that's right, this game was amazing, and now I'm very excited to see where it goes. And by the end of that two-hour stream, it's like, this is all I'm going to be thinking about, is just making more progress here. They're so good oh at just gosh, leading you along so with that good. story every step of the way. Yeah, I don't want to stop playing. You don't have to. You can just oh, stay I'm up gonna, all night. I'm going to go back to it after this podcast. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, uh, Anna, do you know how this whole thing operates? Um, yeah, it's because of the support of our wonderful community members. Holy cow, look at this professional! Mm. Anna Diaz, everybody! That's right, Patreon! Patreon.com slash MinMax with two N's. Find the tier that's right for you. Uh, we just launched a new Patreon goal. So if we hit 2,300 supporters on Patreon, we are going to have a cozy holiday feast in the MinMax studio. We're going to have uh, Grant, the chef from Min Snacks, is going to feed us everything. We're going to have the wine flowing. We'll decorate this all. So if you want us to have a cozy holiday feast, um, <laughs> I don't know, Sarah, how do you describe this <laughs> it, in a compelling way? It feels like one of those like classic Christmas movies where yeah. you're like, and it's going to be a great holiday. Yes. And just I feel like the dysfunction <laughs> is just going to be 
off the charts. <laughs> I think that's right. I don't think, in a corner. I, we'll I, say that I we're showed leaving. up, we and then we're loved. not going to leave. The wine's right. going to disappear, yeah. and I will be nowhere to be found. That's right. That's right. So check it out, everybody. Patreon.com. We could use the support if you're in Japan, even at that $2 tier. We'd appreciate that. Help us hit our goal. Even if you are if you were a supporter in the past and you dropped off, that's fine. But this might be we a good month to you. jump in. We forgive you, mm-hmm. but help us make our holiday special, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, thank you to Miracle Brand Sheets. This is the fun as they reach out and say, hey, do you want to talk about sheets on your podcast? What, and they what, say, yes, What please. are those sheets made of? Miracles. Only miracles, <laughs> my lady. Uh, so I was very excited. Like, yeah, I guess we just got new sheets not too long ago, but whatever. So put these new Miracle Brand sheets on our bed. Mm-hmm. Turns out sheets can like really change a bed. It like, feels mm-hmm. good to sleep mm-hmm. now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're all smooth and stuff, <laughs> which as a simpleton is something I've never really considered before, but it turns out sheets can make a difference in your life. Um, and they say that they have, they were inspired by silver infused fabrics made by NASA from Miracle Brand. NASA. It's the cool. smartest sheets around. Okay. And these sheets have self cleaning. These sheets are infused <laughs> with natural silver that prevent 99 So you're literally point- sleeping on <laughs> silver? Well, <laughs> so, yes, I yes. want to say, Sarah, where are you? To, you you can't I'm not judge getting these sheets. Yeah, like, <laughs> you are the person who, like, I feel like more than one time has screamed about getting silk pillowcases. Okay, oh, for really? My hair. Yeah. My Wait, hair no, gets very I, no, frizzy. I don't disagree with you, but, yeah. but who, are, who are we to judge sil- okay, that's sil- true. silver sheets? And this way you wouldn't have bacteria in your hair with these yeah, cool silver on, sheets. On your face. Wow. Uh, and and they say, too. that's right, uh, they're luxuriously comfortable, which I can agree to uh, without the high price tag of other luxury brands and they're the perfect holiday gift uh, so you can go to trymiracle.com slash minmax with two ends of course to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season and we've got a special deal for our listeners you can save over 40% and be sure to use our promo code minmax at checkout to save even more and also if you enter promo code minmax you get three free towels what <laughs> Uh, and they say Miracle Sheets is so confident that. in their product, it? it's back, backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. So upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash minmax and use the code minmax to claim three towels and save it's 40% okay. just, off. Just for the audience, it's a free three-piece towel set. Thank you. Thank so it's you. not just like three towels. It's like a three-piece towel. Yeah, so probably like a hand so, towel. Yeah, I assume you get a hand yeah. towel. Smart, yeah. smart, yeah. smart. Uh, again, that's <laughs> trymiracle.com slash minmax to treat yourself, a friend, or a loved one this holiday season. And thank you to Miracle Brand for helping us out with this episode. Also, thank you to our dear friends at iMateBit. They want everybody to know about the Cuphead Collector's Edition, which, believe it or not, iMateBit is a very cool company. And if you go to their store, you will agree. I promise, no matter what kind of gamer you are, you go to that iMateBit online store and you'll say, oh, my God, this is cool stuff. You. Including the Cuphead Collector's Edition, which is an iMateBit exclusive. Uh, it's the original Cuphead game plus the delicious last course DLC on a single a disc flashcard. of Cuphead. It has mm. a Cuphead marionette. That is exactly right. It is absurdly cool. You can check it, it out wild. on their site. So check that out. You can go to iMateBit's online store and you can use the promo code Cornbread Casserole for 10% off Who's everything. Who's Very Minnesotan. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Dylan over at iMateBit if I had to point somebody out, but it's Cornbread, cornbread casserole. casserole. No space. How do you 
bell casserole? Uh, it's in the link below. If That's you're true. You're Minnesotan. You only know hot dish. That's right. Mm -hmm. What is oh. a casserole? We'll understand it later. We might have it for a holiday feast if we hit that Patreon. Yes. Level. Cornbread casserole. 10% <laughs> off everything under $100 in their online store and help support them because they support us and our community in a big way because they ship out a prize each and every week to whoever has the best question of the week. And this week they're shipping out Mutazion on Nintendo Switch, just a physical copy of this indie game on Switch to whoever has the best question submitted over there on Patreon. Sarah. What does that say? <laughs> what does that say? <laughs> I... I'm so self-conscious podcasting now, like, with people sitting next to me, because I have just, like, stupid notes for myself. Wait, what does that say? <laughs> Did you see what it? It said Sarah's surprise. <laughs> what does that oh. mean? And it was highlighted. I don't know. Oh, Wait, right? there's, there's a, a surprise? surprise for Sarah. There and might be a surprise it. for Sarah somewhere in this room if you want to find it, Sarah. <laughs> Is it an egg hunt? Is it okay. a chair? Just look around. Maybe you can find a certain Sarah surprise. I really have to go around and look? Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait before we get to these community questions. I feel like I kind of know where you hide stuff. Well, it's not over there, though. Is it in the hole? Um, I don't know. Is it in the hole she asked if it's in the hole. You can't see it on camera, but there's... No? Um, well, if you look, there might be something under a certain green blanket over oh there. God, if... Oh my god, <laughs> Take that chair out, Sarah! Let's see <laughs> this thing! Don't! Yeah, it's heavy. heavy. It's kind help? of lodged in there. You um, really, like, you just stuck a chair in the wall and then put a blanket over it. Yeah, I kind of just stuck a chair in the wall and put a blanket over it. Our Christmas decorations might come with it if you yank it too hard from that storage place. Um, okay, I think... Oh my god! Wow. Did someone send this to the P.O. box? Yeah, our P.O. box is overflowing Wait, is this for chairs. you to take home? No, it's... No, this is for the for studio to because... Yeah, why? I we just <laughs> more than one? Uh, can you bring it around here? I'll lift it over here. We need to move. <laughs> All right, you can take my seat. And then I really need you to try this out. It's a nice chair. Uh, I'm taking over the podcast now because Ben's, <laughs> Ben's in the whole way moving this chair. Oh my goodness. Okay. And this you is... just slide a little bit, at least yeah. uh, going that way. Okay, and then Lana, if yeah. you could yeah. slide this sucker in. Okay. Okay. And then we don't wow. need pillows anymore. No, wow. Mmm. This is congratulations. Thank Sarah. you. Quite the present. I feel like the big I, loss. I do love how you made her record the entire podcast <laughs> without the chair. Well, oh you my feel god, the this difference. is so much more comfortable. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, thank it's god. It's incredibly cushiony. And you're gonna adjust that's the a, height, so, so a is it because support. you've complained about these yeah. chairs before? And is that why? Is that a dig earlier when you said these comfy chairs? Yeah, these in exceedingly comfortable chairs. <laughs> okay, I, it all makes sense now. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> it's wonderful. Thank you. It's lovely. Thank you so much. Where did you take it from? Um, I stole <laughs> it from a place. Uh, no, there's a there's a place in Northeast Minneapolis called Furnish Furniture. Mm -hmm. um, but I got it seventy bucks a pop. Oh my god. Pretty good. But only this one. No, there there are more in the garage. Oh, okay, uh, good. I was like, but only one? Because I figured for extra life, we should probably have some comfortable chairs. Yeah, it's in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can already feel the difference. Okay, good. Those I, thirteen hours this, the, in the cheapy Robo stream in this chair. Oh my god, would have gone much better. Luxuriant. Absolutely. We would have started it over right after the credits finished. We would have. We would have one hundred percented it. That's in right. These chairs. That's right. Oh, thank God you like those. Because I was waiting for you to sit down and be like, "This is <laughs> this trash." This is trash. <laughs> uh, hey, Tyler Stick, I wrote in over on Patreon. They say, "Greetings, Ben, Sarah, Anna, and Elise. Hello." Do you ever feel sort of homesick for certain games? I don't mean uh, I'd like to play that game again. I mean you miss an in-game location, almost like you would a childhood home or a vacation getaway. 
I feel that way about Psychonauts' Whispering Rock, oh, Yakuza's Kamarocho, and Grim Fandango's Rubicava. Oh, such a good one. That is exactly Sorry. Elisa's wheelhouse. I'm just like, oh, my favorite games and my favorite places. Uh, anyway. Yeah, homesick for locations in games. I'm going to go with an obvious one for me, but the Normandy for Mass Effect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. From two or one? Two. Two. Yeah, the, the new Normandy. Absolutely. I'm trying to... Okay, this is... Do you really want to get geeky with Mass Effect? Yeah, And not sure. in a normal way about, like, which alien is the sexiest or whatever. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I like having music in the Normandy. I like Mass Effect 1 because there's music playing in the background. I feel like Mass mm. Effect 2, you lose that. And I'm trying to remember if in 3... I don't think you have music going in 3 either. I don't think so. Okay. But so I, I think there's some magic in that. There's even, like... um. Yeah. I think like, oh, it's that, like... Yeah, I know, what you're, I know what tune you're talking about, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to have... But it is, I get it. I totally get it for being nostalgic about it. But I mean, two is my favorite. And like, that's where I get to hang out with Thane. So. <sighs> the coolest you know. around. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, there's, there's that one for me. And then also like, I think a random one is like the tavern from um, Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, really? Yeah. In Skyhold. That's interesting. I love that. I just, yeah. So that's, that's the second one for me. Yeah. That's good. Else I don't know. Like, I, 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 like if you talk about music for like Mass Effect One. Like, I feel like Dragon Age Inquisition has amazing music, and you can hear some of it in the tavern. And like, there are some like excellent songs in there about like specific characters and stuff, and the lyrics are great. So yeah, I'm always happy to hear the tavern songs. Yeah, I, I wonder if they have like. I'm sure they do. It's Bioware fans. Um, if they have YouTube cuts of having like t- tavern background noise and that sure. music, because I know yeah. even I know there's like YouTube videos where it's like. Just Normandy engine sounds. Yeah. 10 hour extended oh loop or whatever. You can just like put that on in the background. But there it is. Like you're really nostalgic for those specific specific sound effects. Um, do you got one? Is anybody else nostalgic over a specific thing or a specific spot? Um, I always loved like arriving at Dragon Roost Island in mm. Zelda Wind Waker. Mm. Just like 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 docking at the island and walking into the cave and seeing like the towering volcano and seeing that there's like this whole town on the inside just like i don't know like i also like really tied to the music like that's one mm-hmm. of my favorite legend of zelda tracks like ever it's the best legend of zelda track yeah really? yeah that's a good one that's good you got one sarah um mine would probably be the town from harvest moon friends of mineral town just like walking around that town is it called mineral town yeah friends of mineral town because okay. it's at the base of a mountain Oh, I see. Or like it's I in see. a mountain, so there's minerals. Is that the Game Boy one? Mm, Game Boy Advance. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is kind of random, but like, does anyone ever feel homesick for like their Animal Crossing island? Yes. Mm. Well, not my Animal Crossing mm-hmm. island, <laughs> but I feel like the first Animal Crossing game I'm home. I don't want to okay, see my yeah. island. I don't want to see what's happening in that place. <laughs> That's like, I'm, I'm showing so many how bad it is. Yeah, they're like, where have you been? Like, <laughs> anarchy. Um, Half the island's yeah. on fire. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, people do want us. I occasionally get that request that we should go back and do another episode of the deepest dive on Animal Crossing. Mm. Which I guess really? Three to four that, of us. That's what people want more of. Well, I mean, it's not a very frequent request, but some people do. <laughs> it's not as popular as people demanding like five us to. People do, yeah. They're they're out there, mm. but it's like I don't know. I would only do it if I think if it's like if it's funny. Like I do want the island to be just a mess, but it's just going to be some cockroaches, and that's about it. Maybe one of your friends will be gone. Like they don't. They want don't you leave to, anymore. 
What? They don't leave. They don't they, pack up and leave. You have to give them permission to leave. That's what I love about it's it. It's a total oh, dictator. That's what I love about it. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh my God. They don't pack up and <laughs> like, leave anymore. I would be so mad if Pietro just willingly left my <laughs> island. And he has asked me like three times now. And I'm like, no, no dude. Wait. You go back to the basement where you're tied up. Is he the freak clown sheet? He is. Yeah. What? The freak clown sheet? Yeah, him. I give him a whole mountain. I called it Clown Mountain. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, He's very happy there, except for wanting to leave three times. That's not important, though. I don't know why they want to leave. It feels like the ones you like the most are the ones that are like, excuse me, I've been here for Mm -hmm, a month. mm -hmm. May I leave? And you're like, no, and Mm -hmm. don't ask again. Yeah, I'm like, are you so unhappy here? Mm -hmm. Like, you have your own own mountain. You know what it is? They probably didn't have, like, an icebreaker for the rest (laughs) of the community. There was no social games to be played. Joe Dean writes in and says, the other day I watched Sarah stream Sonic and the Black Knight, and as the stream went on, Sarah the stream and myself became increasingly unhinged what's a game that's made you become unhinged see i was wondering about this question because i was like that is like suspiciously apt (laughs) because i did become unhinged recently due to a game and i like totally just lost it because it i didn't i was trying to input we like like shakes Mm. it was like is it a wiggle or is it a waggle Mm. Couldn't figure it out yeah. for the life mm. of me. So and it was a shorter stream. It wasn't like a marathon thing because I get becoming no. unhinged during marathon well, streams. Yeah, but you can also like sometimes you just reach a level of frustration with something. Yeah, yeah. I um I was nearing a tipping point streaming the second half of Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Like those puzzles by the end were so absurd. It's like, all right, navigate this maze for four hours and you forget one item and you have to go all the way back. Um, that was, mm-hmm. that was near my tipping point. Chibi Robo, I, I, as much as I enjoyed that game, I didn't talk about this, but I have never been in more stomach pain in my life. Well, because you I brought the I was weird going food. To die. I bought the weird didn't food. Didn't you only bring, no. What did we have then? You brought some like hor- horrendous chips. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> to be you fair, brought, horrendous like, chips are on sale. Most horrendous chips. It was like spicy nonsense uh, chips. Spicy nonsense. I, I don't know, but genuinely, I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, my stomach hurts so bad. And you just, like, played through it? He you did. Just, I did. Oh like a champ. Yeah, like, like an absolute champ. champ. I didn't even acknowledge it on stream, which I'm seems like I'm glad that you have taste. lived through Thank that experience. You. Thank you so much. today. Yeah. Has anybody else ever gotten unhinged playing a game? Um... I mean, I don't, I, Genshin Impact, like, I, there's so much about that game that I dislike, and I'm being actively held hostage by mm-hmm. it. Um, so, I spent, <laughs> so I spent, like, 12 hours doing one quest where you're just, like, running around the woods looking for these little shits, and, like, I was using a guide, and I still couldn't figure it out, and it was just taking so long. And, like, the cutscenes are, like, sometimes, like, 10 minutes long, and you can't skip the dialogue for some reason, and you're just, like, get me out of here. But you want, you know, you want to get it off of your quest log, so then you, you suffer through That it. sounds horrifying. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and for a lot more on Genshin Impact, you can check out the latest episode yeah. of Anna's Internet Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the name of your guest for that one? Jess Reyes. Jess Reyes. Yeah. Um, was it a fun episode? Yeah, yeah. Genshin is, like, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to talk about because it is, like, it's it's almost like League, where it's this very big community, um, but also, like, very dedicated, and it's, like, niche as well. And so um, sometimes it can be, like, hard to figure out how to talk about it uh, to a wider audience. But uh, hopefully we talked about some of the weirder aspects of the fandom and folks were interested in that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the podcast version in the uh, bonus podcast feed as well. Jared R. Meyer writes in, and they say, hey, what's up, crew? Uh, how's the chair, Sarah? Wonderful. Uh, really? Is it? Is a swiveling going to be weird? No, because 
then I can actually get out. Like, if oh, I need to get up, I don't have to, like, Do bounce the weird backwards. You know, smart. you can literally just, this is what I wanted. Okay, good. Yeah, somebody in the backstage past here says, uh, spare bedroom, who needs it? It's a kind of funny reference that this is this oh, is our million dollar studio. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, Jeremy Myers says, hey, it seems from recent uh, leaks that one of the new Pokemon starters, if you care about this, spoilers for leaks for Pokemon starters, heads up, um, will not be staying on four legs and instead become bipedal. 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 What's up with the Pokemon company's obsession with giving us Pokemon with human-like features? Do you all think this is just a fun design design decision in their minds, or are they appealing to a specific part of the fan base, a la Sonic Forces, with its character creator? Is it too much to ask from the Pokemon Company and Game Freak to let us just keep our four paws on the ground? I agree. I agree yeah, too. I agree. Yeah, keep it's those weird. paws on the ground. I think. I think it's. I, I don't. I don't. I won't say that. I think it's this. I hear people say this a lot that it's like furry bait. Mm. They know what they're doing, but, but I don't think it's that. I think I mean, it's maybe that cosplay Lazy Kim was popular, and they just went all in or something. I don't know. I think know. they want the Pokemon. My like, my I thought about it for a minute. Theory is yeah. that they want the Pokemon to get physically bigger next to the player. Mm. And if you tried to make something that had all four paws on the ground get bigger, it literally just becomes incredibly large. Just mm -hmm. Venusaur. Yeah, it, yeah, Venusaur. Like mm -hmm. it's huge, right? But then if you just get it to stand up, it already looks bigger. But you don't have it; doesn't take up any more space. So I feel like there's some weird like development yeah. issues behind it, right. where like they can still fit in the frame of the battle camera. Yeah. That's interesting that i think that's while they're like so because they get there they stay skinny right like they're all kind yeah. of pretty skinny right the weird sobble evolution mm. yeah, yeah it's like this lanky weirdo but i wish they would stop <laughs> i wish especially yeah. with the cat characters yeah. yeah i feel like the cats keep standing up and i want them to stop yeah yeah they should add more legs to the cat if mm, anything, they I should think. make a cat bus yes yeah oh. yes yeah, yes that's true bear commander writes in and says do you all realize that our generation is the peak generation for typing speed as classrooms more commonly adopt iPads for computing needs and society as a whole transitions to phones for the bulk of their internet consumption, the use of keyboards is going to continue to plummet. In 20 years, our company is going to have to hire dedicated typists since the average person at that point will only know how to type with their thumbs and index fingers on touchscreens. Huh. That's maybe a stretch. I, there's something interesting, though. Do you think we are at peak generation for typing speeds? Mm, I think we always have fast typers because... Tra courtroom transcribers have always been fast and will still be fast. But they have the custom yeah. stenographer thing. Yeah. That was the highlight of jury duty, by the way. Was watching Did you just watch the stenographer? Well, and now he's into the case. Do you think oh, these stenographers play video Did games? Do you think they're really good at video Most esports gamers are stenographers. Mm -hmm. But, you know, has anyone played those like old Flash games where it's like all like yes. typing? Mavis yes. Beacon stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like, super fun. fun. Yeah. yeah, it is really fun. I'd love to have like competitive Mavis Beacon. I'm sure it exists somewhere out there, but. Well, there's, um, I mean, there's like an, um, oh, forgetting what it's called now. I used to like with my coworkers play it. You can like race each other online oh with like, the oh, cars really? yeah oh my god i've done that yeah. too. that's so much fun yeah yeah we, we should like, we should do it sometime that sounds good yeah i mean it doesn't take that long it's like, like a, it's like a <laughs> typing speed test yeah. where you're given mm. like a text to mm -hmm. do as fast as possible mm -hmm. and you're against other people mm -hmm. and then on the screen it's shown as like four different cars doing mm -hmm. a race and as fast as you go mm -hmm. oh, it powers the car mm -hmm. i just want to see my keys per minute or whatever it's that really old fun. measurement was. I don't know. Typing games are fun. I wish there yeah. were like more of them like in this generation. Yeah. Typing of the Dead, right? I mean, mm. do you all know about Typing of the Dead? No. 
Uh, it's the old Dreamcast game that you could play with a controller, but it was like House of the Dead where you, it was a light gun game where you shoot the zombies, but then they made Typing of the Dead where zombies would pop up and you literally type I the words that. that pop up to kill the zombie. They have a version on Steam, like Typing of the Dead Overkill. Mm. It's some dopey story attached to it and all this nonsense, but if you want to type and watch zombies die, it's the way to go. Uh, Steven Lamson asks, what's the best Thanksgiving video game? And then they say, is it Madden NFL or Turkey Hunt the Arcade <laughs> oh, game? Oh, yeah. I, I do think Madden is a contender. Yeah, maybe it's because I sense, connect it in I such guess. a big way. But yeah. does anybody else have one? For me, I feel like it's it's vibes alone. Maybe right? like Night yeah. in the Woods just because there's yeah. so many. Like, yeah. It has like a little yeah. bit of a yeah. fall yeah. theme to it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There it is. Vince L. writes in and says, apparently eggnog is divisive. Divisive? Um, what what are your thoughts on the fall <laughs> beverage it's a winter beverage how else can we critique this do you prefer a specific brand recipe i like wawa's eggnog as is wawa i've never had eggnog wawa is it not what it <laughs> no, is I do you guys know. not know what a wawa no, is no i don't know i was literally like i that wasn't a correction i don't know what that is that was a question wawa Okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah, this is a brand. People seem to have a lot of thoughts on it. People are going to write in about that. It's weird how everyone's really angry about pumpkin spice stuff. And then it feels like it just every year, like clockwork, it goes right into now we need to argue about eggnog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't what? just drink it or not. Why what? is this so controversial? I, that's exactly is it. it. Yeah. Okay, so I've never had it. Does it like, taste gross? Like, no. It's kind of gross. I think it has the word egg in it. It is, it is the worst name for something since mm-hmm. a Plague Tale Requiem, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. <laughs> like, it, doesn't, it doesn't sound good, but it is, it's solid. You put some booze in it or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. It's a fine, weird drink. You're not going to have a lot of it, but... It's, like, really tasty. Like, I feel like if you like other rich drinks, like, if you like chocolate milk, I don't know, you would like <laughs> eggnog. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it alone. Yeah. Um, my name, Kevin Cooper. Don't read that, Sarah. What does that or, say? I thought you were leaning into this. It's dumb stuff. Uh, Kevin Cooper writes in <laughs> and says... deleted it. Uh, Hello, MinMax with one X. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, um... We uh we can announce, I guess, uh it's posted on their site that we're official judges for uh the game awards. Oh, hooray. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, very have exciting. You, have you done that in previous years or is this No, this is first the first time? year oh, ever. That's so exciting. Yeah, so we got awesome. the big invite and it was all because Jeff Keeley loved Sarah's mm-hmm. energy. So you're welcome. That's right, during uh, the, the Summer Game Fest. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, glad handing left and right at Summer Game Fest. Uh yeah, so it's uh it's a real honor. It's cool. It's like we're one of only twenty four US outlets. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a, it's a pretty short list. It's a short list. Yeah. Fanbite had it for the first time last year. Oh, really? Mm. It was cool. Yeah. Let's hope we don't mess it up. I'm a little worried about messing it up. Yeah. I took it, I took the responsibility very seriously, but then at the same Uh time, I realized how difficult it is Mm -hmm. at the same time. Well, the tough thing, we talked about it in Party Chatter Bonus Podcast, but it is a tough thing to be like, I don't want to have all of our arguments right now. So everyone just send me your picks and then I'll try and compile it, compile it and make sure it's representative of like us as a group for sending it out and all that fun stuff. So anyways, um, anyways, the point of that connection is that on their official site, they spelled MinMax with two X's. That's what this mm. Kevin Cooper was referencing. How dare they? Uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> oh, no, We're just happy to be there. Absolutely. Yeah. Call sorry, me what sorry. you want, Jeff Keeley, please. <laughs> Zero X's. That's right. Min- Min- Thank you, Jeff. Thank Hanson you, with S-E-N, however you want it, Jeff, it's fine. Um, but Kevin says, I'm excited for Sonic Frontiers, but it is getting put on the back burner until after Ragnarok, just like Elise. Uh, but even though it seems like it's getting sevens, from everything I've seen, it could easily be a nine or ten to me. So my question that's is... That's the Sonic scale. That's it. What is a game that is a six out of ten for you? Wait, no. That, that is a six out of ten. That is a ten out of ten to you. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Does anyone know the longest journey 
Yeah, the old adventure game. Point and click game from the 90s. That reviewed well, though. Did it? Oh, yeah. Okay, I was too young at the time. Okay, yeah, I think Because <laughs> I played GameSpot it later, really and that. I was just like, I was like, man. But it did not age very well. Like, if you go back to it, it's like the most obtuse thing ever. Like, do you remember the puzzle with the inflatable duck? No, I never played it. I just remember oh, seeing the reviews. Okay. And like, well, there's a puzzle with like an inflatable duck, and I can't remember all the details because it's been a long time since I played. But it is... I do not know how anyone would ever solve that without no. a walkthrough. Nope. It I'm is like one of those games where like you, it's like Grim Fandango. You need a walkthrough like right beside you. And when Grim Fandango came out, everybody laughed at it and said, this is a baby game. Everybody can do this Which in sleep. It's not a real adventure me. game. And even now. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Longest Journey, but, uh, GameSpot gave it a 9.3. Oh wow. 9.3 back Man. in the day. Okay. I take it back. I guess <laughs> it was, it scored well. But like, <laughs> I just feel like if I say that to anyone nowadays, they're just like, oh my God, the puzzles. So yeah. But I can't think of anything else right now, so someone else should go. <laughs> I feel like everything I played on the GameCube. I didn't, I didn't realize growing as a child that oh. the GameCube was so decisive. Yeah. And then I grew yeah. up and they were like, actually, no one liked the GameCube. Only you what? liked the GameCube. What are you talking? Everybody loved the GameCube. You know what fits into that kind of, though, is like the, the licensed games from back mm, Like yep. The Incredibles. Yep. Yes. I don't know if you played. Mm. I did. Oh, I my God. Like all now, is this Rise games. of the Underminer? Or is no, this, this is okay. just The Incredibles. Yeah, because everything, literally everything from like AAA to like B games like The Incredibles that was on the GameCube. Did you play it Aragon the game? I know there was a game. Oh yeah, yeah. There was also a Lord of the Rings the game. I played yeah. the Lord of the Rings. Also the, the oh, Hobbit also played, the game yeah. on the GameCube. Narnia was also I think oh, on yeah. the GameCube. Wow. Yeah. Yep. See, those were probably scored poorly if yeah. I had to guess. But they like, actually were bad. Shrek two, Shrek two, Ben. Oh, yeah. Shrek Ben's great. No, Shrek two is great. You guys just did your yeah, your Shrek. I mean, and Ben was over the moon about it. Dumbstruck. Yeah. No, it really was good. It really was a well-designed cool <laughs> like, game. Like it was awesome. One of the best games in the past two decades level. <laughs> I If I was making a list of the best co-op games from the last two decades, mm-hmm. it'd be in the top 20. <laughs> At least. I think, I think so. <laughs> we'll take that. All right. Um, yeah, for me, it's another license thing. Going back to the Sega Genesis, there was a, a Roadrunner and Coyote game, and it's called Desert Demolition. But like my friend Kayla had it, and I love that game so much. I realistically solid six out of ten but for me it's just it's magical at some point i want to do a whole video essay about desert demolition because it rules and one time um when i worked at game Informer, like with elise um but uh i was getting dinner with some developers like and it was the gears of war 4 director and i found out that he worked on desert demolition and it was one of those situations like oh my god desert demolition i want to talk all about that game i love that game uh and he's just gonna like yeah i don't really remember it it's just like the ultimate like all right cool it nerd <laughs> Which normally he gets for, you know, his Gears of War games. Never want to meet your heroes. Exactly. Mm. Uh, Neil Smith writes in and says, Hey, did anyone get a chance to try the Hitman 3 Freelancer mode during the technical test last weekend? And do you have any thoughts on it? I tried it out for a few levels, and there's a couple of spots that seem a bit rough, like the supply crates, but overall it feels really good. I love that you have to meet with contacts to buy equipment, for example. Leo's not here. Is he? Is no. he in the wall somewhere? Leo, he, come on yeah. out! How He's could you talk about this without him? In Ben's notes, Sarah's second surprise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leo comes out from under the. Hey, I'm here to talk about Hitman. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's not here. So this is the weird Hitman 3 uh, rogue-style game, I guess is the best way to put it, um, that's coming out January 26th. Um, but Leo did get a chance to play it, and he said it rules, um, and he wants to talk about it more. Quote, it rules. Leo Vader. That's right. Period. Yeah, slap it on the box. Um, so next time Leo's on, maybe next week for the podcast, we can talk about it, um, but nobody else got a chance to play it. But it's weird to have a technical test. Well, 
I guess I was going to say for something coming out in January, but I guess we're, we're coming up on it, huh? Um, Eli Medina writes in and says, Hey, Ben and crew, what were there any games that you played in high school that helped you through any mental or social trials? Uh, like loneliness or anxiety. I'm a third year in high school and I remember games like Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 15 helping through a period where I felt socially isolated in my first mm-hmm. year. Uh, yeah, high school games that helped you through some some tough times mentally. Does anything come to mind for anybody? Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, but for me, it was <laughs> it was mostly like online, ga- like RuneScape. Ooh. I played a lot of RuneScape and like I had a period of time where I was like I was really sick and I wasn't going to school. And so I was making a lot of friends online and I basically made a whole like friend base on Three specific games. Um, RuneScape, Habbo Hotel. Oh, Habbo Hotel. Yeah. It's a deep cut. Oh, yeah. And uh, Puzzle Pirates. Puzzle the, Pirates? Yeah. What is Which that? Which is an, a, a fantastic game. They're all MMOs. Um, but So Puzzle Pirates is what you'd think. You're like, you're a pirate and you can have a ship and you can have a crew and, you know, it's it's an MMO. So you can, like, recruit people and go out pillaging and every single task on your ship and even, like, battling with other ships, they're all puzzles. Weird. So, like, sailing is a puzzle, bilging is a puzzle, carpenting is a puzzle, and everything has, like, uh, every duty that you do on the ship, like, carpeting actually repairs the ship and bilging actually removes the water from the ship and every time you get hit in battle like your bilge meter goes up and stuff so like everything has a purpose but it's all different puzzles it's actually like a really good game and i'm surprised like people don't play it and i still play it (laughs) really yeah like i've still like loaded up um and play it occasionally so on steam yeah yeah people are saying it's on there that's that's wild um did you ever like meet the people um, that you were three, playing with? Oh, sorry. I think I like the developers. Um, uh, n- no, but I had like several of them on MSN. <laughs> Back when I had MSN, I had like really good, good friends there. And then, oh my God, I had this whole drama. <laughs> have. Okay, I'm not going to get like too into it, but I had like an online boyfriend at the Congratulations. time. Congratulations. Thank you very much on Puzzle Pirates. Um, he was terrible. And he uh, he was like, hey, give me your password and I'm going to put your, get your skills up. And I was like, I had like 13 at the time. Oh no. And I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yes. Like I'll get your skills up. And, uh, and so at first we did it. So I thought I was like, okay, this is fine. And then eventually he went onto my account without telling me and impersonated me and went up to my best friend and was like, Hey, your $3 million like parrot. Can you, can I like borrow it for a second? Cause I want to take a picture with it. So he took her parrot and then just like logged off and everyone thought I stole her parrot. Oh, no. And I was like, I was having a meltdown for like weeks because of this, because everyone hated me. Like my whole friend group on there hated me. And then finally, like I got him to like admit it on MSN and I took a screenshot and I like sent it to everybody. <laughs> and I had to like prove my innocence. Do you have to break up with this uh, jerkwad? Oh, absolutely. Or is it, no, 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 but is it. it just implied at that point? Like we didn't even have the discussion. Oh, no, it's, we did not have a discussion. Okay, I was good. like, dude, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. Like, what did you do? Like, you ruined my life. <laughs> you ruined my Yuck. life with a parrot. Puzzle um, pirate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So. Yeah, I just thought of like, um, I think I talked about it before, but like college, I was really an anxious wreck. And I remember freshman year, I was really melting down. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit in my dorm and I'm going to play Harvest Moon on the Super Nintendo again. Like I just played it not that long before that. I was like, I'm just going to go through this entire season again. And that was like a weird calming soothing game just to like really lock into just some retro game on an emulator and whatnot um nate miller writes in 
And they say, I'm new to the Patreon. I just wanted to write in to say that Kelsey Lewin is a treasure. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for writing in. Appreciate uh, your input. Check out the new episode of Collector Corner, everybody, on YouTube. Um, Rabid Lime writes in and says, A herd of elephants, a murder of crow- crows, <laughs> crows, <laughs> a business of ferrets, a parliament Ow, of owls. What is a group of gamers called? A min-max. A min-max of gamers? <laughs> a podcast. Right. A podcast. Of, a den of oh, gamers? I don't like that. A, um, brothel of gamer? I don't know. That's I thought, worse. I thought it was going to be another animal one. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was going to be like a, a puzzle? <laughs> yeah, like you were going to ask us what like a group of like eels was. Oh, Do no. you know that? Like yeah. a trivia question. It's... um. I'm, I'm like, I'm it's, like a fry. it's a fry because oh, yeah. fry and shiver in oh, Splatoon 3 it's a shiver oh, oh, yeah. That's cool. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. alright this is yourdictionary.com oh, for animal a group, a group of gamers wait this can't be right a group of apes is called a shrewdness There's some oh that so are, is, that, is that what a group of gamers is called I think it might be a shrewdness yeah that sounds pretty good God, these are cool. A I love, I love a business of ferrets, though, because I imagine them in little business outfits mm-hmm. with oh, yeah. cases. Yeah, it's funny that it's a school of fish and it's a business of ferrets. It's really, they're making oh, their own. They've got stuff they to learning? do. They do. Uh, James Gameboy, congratulations on the name, uh, writes in and says, here's a better quest goal for me. This month, I'm taking part in a finish your game game jam with my local game dev organization. I started the game nine months ago and I haven't touched it in a while and now I've got to get it done by November 28th. It's a little playdate game, so I'm optimistic about my odds, but I'll also accept any available good vibes. Thanks, DLCs, and Elise, who is also rad, James says. Oh, thank you. Congratulations. Good luck finishing that off, James. Thanks for writing in. Um, Ricky Winterborn says, Why is searching for and buying new games more fun than playing what you already have? I feel like it's just fun to be like, Oh, I don't know what this is yet. I haven't played it. Yeah, it's and the big like, what if. Yeah, it's like kind of like, what could this be? Um, I don't know. I think that's <laughs> I, I, that's kind of what it is for me. It's just like kind of looking at cool stuff and being mm-hmm. like, ooh, this will be fun to play. This will be right, fun right. To play and not knowing exactly how it'll be until you get it. Whereas like your backlog, like you know, because you've already played it. And I think there's also that element of like, it's exciting to find something new and maybe be able to tell friends about it, like mm-hmm. recommend a game or something. It's a thrill to recommend stuff, right? We're, yeah. we're podcasting about Absolutely. games. And if it's like, if you're just playing Resident Evil 4 and checking and out the list. And it is also, you know. it is fun to like, just talk about a game. Like if you like, oh, my friend is playing this too and I'm going to get this new game to talk about it with mm-hmm. them. Like, yeah. That's always yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, the Sleepy Mailman writes in, they say, hey, Sonic just celebrated his 35th anniversary, which got me thinking about what he'll be like as a senior citizen. He doesn't age. He doesn't He's age. forever young. Although, what's with his voice? I don't want to talk I, about I, it. Okay, I don't <laughs> want to talk about it. Sonic is... Yeah. He hit I, puberty. I can't believe we didn't it's, talk about it. Yeah, puberty. I would like I felt, really like to talk about it. Hey, can yeah. we talk about it? It's apparently um, the same voice like actor. my friend's dad picking me up from <laughs> soccer practice. I am disturbed every single time he speaks. It's too deep. Are yeah, we just It sounds used? like he's falsifying, no, deepening yeah. his voice. Like he's a high schooler trying to like act like... Right. Yeah. Drop his own voice. Yeah. Is it? It is forced. It's, people, it feels forced. It's Sonic Forces. People are saying that it's like the same voice actor. Yeah, that's what the, I've heard too. So why is he trying to suddenly sound? Who knows if he's trying? <laughs> Maybe that's just what he sounds like now. Maybe he's been in a horrible accident. Huh? Puberty. Yeah. <laughs> the horrible accident. Car of crash of puberty. I just, <laughs> I just assumed that we, you know, could like computer generate like the perfect Sonic voice at this point, like kind of like Mario or whatever. Like 
it doesn't like it's such a generic sound that we could just get this song. You know, he could he of all people could give us like the Sonic. Give sound. me the Hatsune Miku vocaloid. Of I Sonic. know. I mean that kind of though. I mean, do you think it's just that we're used to Ben Schwartz's Sonic from the movies now, and that like had such a big cultural impact that hearing somebody be like, "Hello, I'm Sonic, and I'm here no, to have a good I time." I think it actually no. is just deeper. Yeah, it is. I've never yeah. heard Sonic drop below a certain range. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because even in like um in like Smash Bros, it's like his taunts, like "You're too slow." Like it's a right. lot. Like yeah. it's like. It's more childish. He's always, like, pitched up, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, like, a more happened. mature game, so they're like, it's time for Sonic's voice. Sonic grew up. <laughs> I would love to know what that exact direction was, though, because it has to be something. Anyways, uh, Sleepy Mailman says, because of that, um, why don't we have more games about the elderly? Do you think there's potential there? Maybe, I mean, the elderly aren't... I mean, there's there game, there's a, game or elderly. There but is like, that, like, weird sandbox game with... The, I forget what it's called. Where it's like elder, like old people. It's like a streamer game. What oh sandbox? God. Old people? Yeah, it's Wait, like it's a world filled with like old people. Care of the old people. No, you like do oh. bad things to oh, the old no. people. Oh, so I don't think they would want to play you that. You hit though. The old people. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just a an abuse. Game. The elderly I'm game. I'm serious. You could look it up. Yeah, sicko dark web stuff. We have talking to wait about? until you know some people start ending up in retirement homes who were like the early gamers mm. and then maybe you know because like we got like the dad games and the mom games mm-hmm, once everyone right. started having kids mm-hmm. and like maybe we just haven't hit that point yet yeah so we're just gonna get like a flood of like naughty dog like retire yeah we're games, gonna start getting like, like mortality right. games yeah. like what is death really yeah. yeah I feel like we went through that phase in 2020 there were all those death games yeah we're doing it again we're gonna do it again yeah I, don't, I think of like um oh, it's uh, like didn't we see during the indie world that a lot of them were circling around retirement you said that they, they, like, they felt like retired. Two games, games were yeah. like you are retired specifically, well, but that feels like the dream of every twenty-seven-year-old is yeah. I just want to retire virtually. Yeah. But it's crazy that it's like now you know more than one game about a retired main character. That's more than we've usually had. That's true. Nathan but, Drake's yeah, always trying there, to retire. There definitely isn't a lot. There was that one elderly character in like Spiritfarer. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the wheelchair. Yeah, I wonder, it's just, what does a game for the elderly look like other than, you know, we for, bowling? Like, for or, the elderly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Look, I would like to say that, um, like, my grandpa absolutely, like, kills at Dr. Mario. And so, mm. <laughs> like, I've never maybe seen someone play Dr. Mario the better. The elderly are <laughs> playing and yeah. they just don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> I think, like, there actually is just, like, ageism. Like, why don't we see, yeah. like, old people in, like action series and like i mean like their bones are bad yeah but like you know yoda like is fine (laughs) yoda's bones are strong as an ox 600 years old Uh uh-huh uh there's something there there. (laughs) yeah no it's like about the elderly or for the elderly uh, i guess is like a big distinction but has there ever been a game where for, for the, the elderly, elderly or I feel about like that's the elderly kind of, kind yeah, of a weird elderly, way to phrase we it bowling like, like, yeah we, we bowling the queen played we bowling yeah well they just got her a wee but she was because she was yeah, playing no, we did she play yeah we that's bowling. why they got it for her are so oh, really? huge in retirement homes like, right yeah I still think it'd be fun to do like a documentary about that at some point to see if that's still hooked up because yeah. I bet there's still so many wees hooked mm-hmm. up in retirement yeah. homes. You're just going to demand to be let into retirement homes all over Minnesota is there something wrong with that where's the wee console yeah, uh, it makes them young again. But it, okay, but okay. What about games starring a really old person? But then you have to ask, like, do a lot of other media's tend to star yeah, really old people? There's like sad. There's like you know bucket list. 
everybody's favorite favorite film. With There's Morgan Benjamin Freeman. Buttons. I was yep, gonna say that's <laughs> right. That's right. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like, I don't think it pops there's up. Older, there's older, there's older characters. The video games. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, Metal Gear Solid Four. Old Snake. Like he's super old in that. It's kind we of like it. accelerated aging. But I guess that kind of is the answer. But I don't think old people are going to be more interested in playing Metal Gear Solid Four he's because old, just there's, like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a wrinkly man on the cover. Uh, what about old? I forget his name. In in. Uh, Donkey Kong, like old. Mm. Oh, Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong. Yeah. Yeah. He could yeah. really move some units. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking of is just to confuse things more. I was thinking about that, about the elderly <laughs> flip, <laughs> Sarah. Um, and like, we want just, like nursing home management simulator. Like, I think they'd want to get away from that. I think all these old then people. Then they just play normal games like the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just play yeah. Animal Crossing. Yeah. It is Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. You're totally right. But what I was thinking, I feel though, like it would be weird. Like, let's say, like you go up to grandma and you're like, "I got you a gift. It is a game for the elderly." I, if I was the grandmother, I'd be like insulted. It's called Grandma. Like, don't fall down. <laughs> and if you fall down and break your hip, you die. Don't you love it? Merry Christmas. I do want to see somebody try. I want to see them try to like. This is our audience. Just old, old people. people. That's literally. Isn't that? Is that not like mobile I think, games? Yeah. Like I think Candy it's, Crush. I think yes. it's like the Panda television Pop, Amico, Farm maybe. Bill. Phase ten. Maybe. Back in the day. But here's what I was thinking. Is um, in interviews with Ron Gilbert, he was talking about designing Return to Monkey Island. Which did you? You played Return to Monkey Island, right? Isn't that freaking good? It's so good. Okay, good. So good. Thank you. Tell what, them. Did, tell them. Did they not? Did you not? Like no, it? I just feel like not, I don't uh, think anybody else at Min Max has played it. It's one of those. I, that I feel I'm bad. Be, I've had well, like. It's nice if you played the play it, it's and good. I can't read it too because like there's so many references and callbacks and. But I've never finished those first two Monkey Islands. Okay. And like I started them. And yeah, I guess like, you know, it's not like necessary, no. but it definitely adds yeah. to the experience. For sure. But in interviews with Ron Gilbert, who, you know, I don't want to call anybody old, but he's been in the industry for a very long time. You know, the yeah. man, he invented the word cutscene. You know that, sir? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't Is that know written that. somewhere. I feel like I should know that. That's right. On the wall. Um, but uh, anyways, but in interviews, uh, he's just talking about the design of Return to Monkey Island and specifically talking about like, yeah, I wanted it to be, for people of my generation. And so we want to make it as smooth and as easy to get into as possible. And specifically, it has that very nice thing of like, if you go back to it and you haven't played it for a while, it'll give you like a full recap, no matter where you're at in the story. Like, here's what it is. And I feel like that's maybe the most we can get for designing a game for the quote unquote elderly is just like, just make it easy to play and yeah. people who have other things going on in their lives. Yeah, I'd like, I, mean, I don't think it has this, but like, I, you know, puzzle skip option. Mm-hmm. In more games, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Little of the left has that. I was just like, yeah, you come to this puzzle, just say nah, no thanks. You just move think, on to the next one. I think the Last of Us One remake has. Ooh, what happened? Oh, that's just uh, my wife uh, banging on the floor. Oh, it's that mid mobile. Can't get the phone actually. <laughs> <She's> freaking out. <laughs> what were you saying before saying, the roof was collapsing? I, I hope I'm not wrong, but I think the Last of Us One remake had like a puzzle skip option. Oh, in the really? Settings in the new one. Oh, that's interesting. Remake. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Ron writes in and says, Hey, uh, Florida is getting a rare November hurricane with the last one being in 1981. If hurricane Ian taught, uh, taught me anything, it's that I need DVDs in case I lose my internet connection. What is your Mount Rushmore of DV- of DVDs? <laughs> like, like our favorite, what is our favorite DVD? Like, what would we, yeah. Oh, I, wow. Can I heard DVD, like DVD. That was very confused. <laughs> yeah. My favorite uh, DVD is all the uh, DVD cutscenes. <laughs> I don't even think I have a DVD player. Really? Does the PS5 play, play DVD? I don't oh, even have DVDs, DVDs at this point. I think like, it does. I think it does. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like I, right the when four I got my does, PS5, the four does, but I don't know about the five. I think I did that right when I got it. If I was trapped in a hurricane with a bunch of other people and all I had were my DVD collections, the only one I want to be stuck with is with is the entire Twilight series. Mm. And I want us all to watch them in order, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we will shout out our favorite lines, kind of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. Right, except you're mm-hmm. the only one shouting it out. No, right? other people will know. What is the most iconic line in all of Twilight? Say it, Bella. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Say it. Wait, what of our Patreon goals like dub <laughs> Twilight? <laughs> Say it. Say it. You're a vampire <laughs> wait why does he want her to say it say it bella why what is the purpose of like, this well if you watch because, yes. have you seen it yeah you have you no. seen it? see I, to be fair i've listened to commentary it's tracks a whole secret for all that of he's them a vampire never... and he can't actually like tell people mm-hmm. oh, wait, wait, wait wait back back up why have you watched the commentary track because... <laughs> <laughs> i've listened to every commentary track because i'm obsessed with blank check the podcast and they did mm. commentary tracks including like mm. with the director of new moon which is fascinating to do, like, you, know, like, you know what i want twilight do? Baseball scene <laughs> was a cultural reset. Right, right. You know what I want to do though? Like, I like love hate the first Twilight mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I want to do is like have some drinks and watch the first Twilight and use like TikTok filters mm-hmm. on top of like of like Bella and you know Edward's face and just see like really stupid stuff. That just they do. really distort because the hell the, out of the it. The acting is so funny. Like you know that face that like Edward makes when he mm-hmm. first sees Bella, mm-hmm. where he looks like he's gonna throw up. He's just imagine vomit. him wearing like a mustache. While I've he seen that. something where you put a mustache on the TV screen where you think a face is gonna mm-hmm. appear, and mm-hmm. if the face appears over it, you, you get drink. a point. Yeah. Yeah, you drink something. Yeah, that's great. One of the few things I know about don't Twilight bring up- <laughs> is this baby. Yeah. Which movie is this? No, with this you baby? don't spoil it for yourself. I, I'm never going to watch Because like this. that. No, no, no. Have you, you seen this, Anna? You need to watch it. Okay, so there's a baby in Twilight. I don't want to spoil anything, I guess, about the baby. But, You've um, already spoiled it. But they have they have a CG baby mm-hmm. in one of the Twilight mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. Um, but on set, they tried using an animatronic baby, but apparently it was so horrifying that they had to replace <laughs> it with a CG. But this is this is the animatronic baby and what it looked like. It's just the freakiest looking monstrosity. It's a lot of hair. It's too much hair for a baby. Yeah. We all agree. We all agree with that. But it doesn't look like horrifying. I Why, that baby isn't horrifying? Films. Okay, okay, sorry. If you, put that, if you put that in a sci-fi movie, everyone would call it art. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Twilight. All I was of gonna them. Go, yep. Uh, all, the Jackass uh, trilogy, at least, on DVD. That seems prime. I associate DVDs with Gladiator. That was the first DVD I ever bought. And it had, like, Easter eggs in the menus, which, like, blew my mind back in the day. I feel like the only DVD... This is gonna be weird, but the only DVD series I have, because someone gifted it to me in my apartment, is, like, the whole Saw series. The enti- like how many the are there? The entire, like, seven or eight of them. Wow. I have all of them. <laughs> That's like a burden, almost. I know. I'm like, I don't it's know what It's not a gift, it's it. a burden. <laughs> <laughs> but those beautiful. are disqualified from this scenario. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I get it. Uh, what do y'all like for question of the week? Oh, what was the first um, question again? I thought that was... I'll really tell you good. what the first question yeah. was. It was um, Sarah's surprise. Oh, <laughs> homesick for certain games. Wow. Uh, for locations in games. I like That's that. I like them. Um, Pokemon starters. I like typing speed. Nice and specific. Uh, I like the games for the elderly. Mm. Oh, I liked the one where it was the ones that you played in high school. Because I liked Elisa's story about almost yeah. getting her entire friendship ruined. Yeah, because her boyfriend right. scammed her out of a parrot. That yeah. was the answer. Do you know how that guy's doing these days, by the way? Uh, oh, he tried to reconnect with me. No. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Let's shoot him down. He apologized. I logged back into Puzzle Pirates. I'm like, I will account. He got banned for what he did because we finally got justice. Um, (laughs) He was on a new account and he friend requested me i didn't know who it was and i was like okay and then he was like hey it's me like you know i just wanted to say like i was a stupid kid back then and i can't believe i did that just to get like digital money on this game and blah 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 um he was like i'm really sorry for what i did and he's like do you accept my apology and i was like yeah that was like seven years ago i don't care (laughs) you care you care we care for you the world cares and hates this man on your behalf what amazing closure though yeah Yeah. seven Uh, years later there we go. Eli Medina, congratulations. Uh, I'm 8 going to ship you out uh, a Switch game. Mutazion on Switch. Uh, now it's time for something that, of course, we, Sarah, you know exactly what it's called. And it can only be I called... I still have never heard the music. Right. Well, you can listen to the podcast. It's available <laughs> Wait, for free. Wait, is there music? Yeah. Well, there is. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, by the way, this is for Get a Load of This. Um, this is our segment where we share a little interesting factoids. Um, hey, get a load of this. Um, Andy Robinson from Playtonic, a developer, uh, somebody tweeted at him and said, what's your favorite behind-the-scenes story from when you were at Playtonic working on ukulele? Um, and he just cryptically tweeted, he said, my favorite part of working on ukulele was when Banjo-Kazooie was going to be in it, and then it wasn't. So apparently at some oh, point, they were in talks with Microsoft to actually have Banjo-Kazooie appear... That's in cool. ukulele which would have been a weird fun full circle thing um at least you got something it's not gaming related does that matter absolutely okay. unwelcome here leave now <laughs> take the chair with you i went through not this one though not the i went down a very weird rabbit hole the other day online and i started reading about <laughs> professional rock skipping <laughs> Ooh, that's good and there is a really deep dive on this guy god what was his name is it okay if I look at my phone? Yeah. I remember his name. Oh, I, saw, I actually watched a video oh about God, this. You know was it this? on like Vox okay, or something? So he holds the Guinness World Record <laughs> yeah. for, um, for the um, the largest amount of skips with rock. And it's 88 skips. 88 it's skips. It's How do you count that? Do they have a drone? Very good question. Um, his name. Can I find this real quick? It was Keith something. Um, I feel like of course it was Keith. <laughs> Second guess would be Neil something. Oh, did I not write it down? I thought I wrote it down. Oh, well, it was... Oh, yeah, I got it here. 88 skips. Key... Oh, Kurt. Kurt yeah, Steiner. Yeah, Kurt yeah, Steiner, yeah. Steiner of Pennsylvania. Really weird dude. Like, a loner lives in the middle of nowhere by a lake. Well, you're never alone he if you have your rocks. And he just And he, he has collected over 10,000 rocks that he has, like, specifically collected I was, for how smooth they he, are. Does he, like... Like sand them or like I don't think so. them to the perfect. He just I have not read that he like modifies on, them anyway. He just looks for like the perfect rocks. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, See, so I was thinking. Yeah, there's a Wired video, a Wired video that kind of runs through it and actually shows off his technique and stuff, He's which is cool. Cool, crazy story. And you know, so the interview. So this was on like Outside Magazine, like online. That, that was where the interview was, and the interviewer said that he could barely, he could not get in touch with with Kurt for uh, a year like and it, and it was like multiple emails and finally he answered like a year later and the reason is is like he just like doesn't do like cell service he gets away from technology and like he, yeah he's he was like oh yeah I just take breaks from like society and like I have no heat in this like tiny cabin and I do that for like months on end for my mental health <laughs> what is the right level because I think if somebody said hey I'm unplugging I'm taking a break from society from mental health we'd all say hey that's that's good good on you well, yeah, she get was off Twitter. literally that's like pooping in a bucket okay that's apparently. the thing so i'm trying to figure out what is so, that level of like hey, i mean hey if it works for him right you poop great. wherever you want 
But no, what is no, the, what is no, <laughs> no. Is gonna, no. Gonna save that one in my back yeah. pocket. Okay. Really. <laughs> uh, but what is the right level? It's like, hey, I'm taking a break. I'm plugging from society. It's like good for you. It, six months is where it gets to be like. Come six back. Months is I think it depends if your family and friends care about you. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Level like, of concern. If you yeah. just want to run off into the woods, be my guest. Oh, really? Yeah. But like if maybe you have obligations or something, then, you know, right. maybe you need to come back. Yeah. I guess it is what it is. I do want to clarify he was not actually, he's married. So there, he actually has someone. I feel bad for calling him a loner. It's fine. He's not listening. But he does, <laughs> he does take like extended periods of time alone. He so. needs them. Imagine yeah. you just look out your kitchen window and you just see your rock skipping husband wandering into the woods and you're like, hope I see him <laughs> come spring. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, you got some, sir? Oh, yeah. Get a load of this. Um, there is a guy on social media. His name is Titanic Lover 97 huh. He has over 700 copies of VHS Titanic that he is collecting, and he has built an entire social media, dare I say, empire around <laughs> owning the most copies of VHSs of Titanic. And people keep sending him Titanic copies, and all he does is just add to his collection. He's got merch. That's He's good. got like Leonardo DiCaprio like mannequins dressed up like <laughs> oh like he's that's got a he has an entire room that's just <laughs> dedicated to VHS Titanic. That's amazing, and that's a two two VHS. It's a big yeah. Box. It's a, it's a how beast. much money has he spent on this? Adventure? I don't know how much he's spent because people keep sending them to him. People keep sending him VHS. I don't know how many he's purchased. So a lot of it's just donations. Yeah, but like mm. I was watching a video and he's like, let's see what somebody sent me. And it was like the super rare collector's edition. And I'm like, that's so nice that they sent it to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is my sixth one. And he puts it on the shelf next to the other five incredible collector now edition Titanic. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> we should get him a collector corner. We should. That'd be fun. Uh, oh, but when he gets a thousand VHSs, he will do a face reveal. He hasn't shown his face? Mm-hmm. Oh, so like a yeah. When he gets a hundred Titanic VHS. <gasps> that's why Cameron? he's getting all the... That, that everyone wants to see yeah, his face. The clout, yeah. So if you have yeah. a Titanic on VHS, send it to this guy. Titanic lover 97. Yeah. I wish, do your part. I wish I had one now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anna, you got something? Yeah. Um, get a load of this. Um, there's like this content creator on TikTok who's been doing this dance every single day um, until like he gets a, gr- a girlfriend or boyfriend. Um, <laughs> and um, he just surpassed 1,000 days. Like, he's being a really good sport and he's just like actually a really positive presence oh. online. He does the same dance like every single day and he's still doing it. And um, I just like... Is, is part of the dance like... Courting is it like implied no, in the dance that like I'm like, looking for a it's partner? Like the dance is from the credits of like an anime. Um, <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, is it the like the chica chica? Chica. Yes, 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 yeah, it's that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. know that one. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone does that. Yeah, you guys interrupted me. But do you think like the fact that he's finding time out of every day to do this dance could maybe be hindering his? No, because like. Because I feel like he's like, like he's grown such like a large audience now. Do you like think he's if he finds someone, do you think he's gonna stop? Maybe he'll just find mm-hmm. a new reason to dance. Or do they dance together and then oh, and then oh cut God, to the so wedding? The cut is, to the wedding and then do we need to do that? Here, here's the thing: is I feel like that, like, like. I, I I would like to think that he wouldn't like ab- abuse our trust, <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay. like that he would be like. I feel like people are so invested in like his love life now that like hopefully like he would be truthful and be like, yeah, I found like mm-hmm, a partner. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so and that's it. Yeah. And then he'll never make another dance again. Yeah. Hey, uh, I get a lot of this. Uh, Shazara from the community shared this Rock Paper Shotgun article about how apparently uh, Awesome Games Done Quick happening in January in- will include a no soap power wash simulator speed run. That's no be soap? The, no soap. Love that. Is going to be the thing. I love that. Anna, you really get into this, right? I love power washing. Oh it's my like God, genuinely, too, it's on my top 10. It's going to be on my top 10 list this That's year. so good. Like, it, it, yeah. it got me through my like this fan by layoff. I'm not going to lie. Really? It's, oh my, it's yeah. so relaxing. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. it's enough that you're focusing on a specific thing mm-hmm. and you, like, you're only kind of thinking about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It works for me. And, and no and boys just, can come in and steal money from you from your accounts. It's just like a great. nice way it's, to actually unwind. It's like, I'm going to clean this fire station. I don't know what it is that's so satisfying, but like about... Like and it, it is definitely kind of tedious mm-hmm. for sure. Like mm-hmm. there are spots and stuff that you miss and whatever, yeah. and it gets yeah. kind of annoying. But like outside of that, like just being able to see how like clean everything mm-hmm. gets with mm-hmm. every like smoke, yeah. And then they show so you nice. like what is it like the fast forward, mm-hmm. the hyper time yeah, lapse. Once you're done yeah. you see of the, the entire area, yeah. and you can see the path that you took to like yeah. yeah. It's, and we it's fun it. to do with friends too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot it's co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we played it early access with a stream of it. I mean, years ago. But did you play much this year, Sarah? No, because I played it when it came out, and then I right. kind of got my fill of yeah. cleaning. I would absolutely go back to it. Absolutely. It might be one of those that we might, when we're talking Game of the Year stuff, it's like, oh, crap. We Are should. we talking about that what? this year? Because I played it oh. last year. Well, it's always the confusing I know, it's, thing. Because yeah. it came yeah. out, it was like PC last year, yeah. and yeah. now it's Switch well, this it's year? Well, no, it's for sure, yeah. It's oh, like, it's like official, release. release. Yeah. Yeah. I get so because Ooblets, too. I've been playing yeah. Ooblets right. since, like, 2016. Yeah. But now it's like... Actual release. Now they're like, we finished it. Right, right. That's confusing. Um, Hey, I think that's it for this episode of the Midmax Show. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. A reminder we do have Extra Life coming up this Saturday on our YouTube channel. Tune in. Um, Elise, you're swinging by? I will be, yes. That sounds great. We're going to have a whole Game Informer chunk there, but technically we're not. It's not going to be like a back and forth Game Informer stream, but we're going to have like a Game Informer kind of themed chunk. And then it's going to be a lot of guests rotating through a lot of games to play. If you donate any amount to Gillette Children's Specialty Healthcare in St. Paul, Minnesota, um, then you are automatically in the running to win a game code. We have hundreds of game codes to give out. So if you donate any amount, you're in there. But we do also have charity auctions at the top of every hour. Sarah, you've never been on an extra live stream, right? Mm -mm. Are you doing any pie throwing? Is that still a thing? No, we're not. Sorry, sorry. That we just wanted to like make the Game Informer office all messy, but I don't want to actually throw pies around my house. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like, I have to clean. <laughs> but we so do, but we do have other incentives. Um, I've been growing my hair out for a very mm. um, long time. Uh, are you so, doing that again? Yeah, uh, so yeah, for two thousand bucks going to charity, um, you can do whatever you want with my hair. You do get you to design the. Remember pattern. when I said like ten thousand dollars and I'll cut all my hair off? Yeah, and I was so glad that they didn't get. I was them. horrified. That's one of the things. They were like, like I, people were trying. They I know actually, they were grouping up. Yeah, and oh I was like quadruple checking. Like Elise, this feels like a peer pressure thing. Like. That's if a it's, lot. If it's chair, if it's for charity, you know, I'll do it. Hang on, are you putting that on the line again this year? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I'll think okay, about you it. don't need to. I'll think about don't. it. Okay, please don't, please don't. <laughs> don't put me on the spot. Uh, but we do have fun donation incentives, and we do have uh, a ton of auctions at the top of every hour. For example, you can, thanks to Pretty Good Printing, they have. Have you seen this, Sarah? Where it's Jeffum's face, mm-hmm. but it is. The size of a wall. Nice. Um, it is like it's a seven by four feet or something. If you want to cut out print of uh, Jeffum's face, we have a Min Max themed Game Boy Advance, 
which is made by white mechs in the community. We have, thanks to I made bit a bunch of great stuff, like a, a statue for the Witcher. Uh, they have also like the inside collector's edition, which is really cool and rare, hard to find. We have the shirt from Trek to Shrek. We have the signed basketball from Wii Sports Basketball with Leo and I. Uh, <laughs> we have the Chibi Robo collection and Sarah stuff. Uh, we have uh, D&D dice from Jen Vinson, formerly of oh, Game Informer yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, they're super awesome. Cool. There's a ton of great stuff. You can go to bit.ly slash MM Extra Life uh, to see a full schedule of all of the games we're playing and the auction items and the time those auctions are happening and all that fun stuff. So you can check that out if you like. And we're going to also be auctioning off uh, the big Minneapolis skyline behind us. Wait, really? And what Anna, are going to replace it with? No one knows, but we're all going <laughs> to sign it as well. So Anna, just because I don't think you'll be joining us for Extra Life, uh, would you want to sign it right now? Kick yeah. it off and actually yeah. sign it wherever you want. It's it. a black Sharpie, so try and find like some okay. lighter sign area. Sign right on the darkest tree you can find. Okay. Smart. Yeah, this is the Minneapolis skyline that's been... If you had a chair like this, you'd be able to get it out. I wouldn't have to do this. Imagine. Imagine how cool that would be. But this has been... It was in the old Minimax studio as well, but wherever you want, Anna, just make it... You can draw whatever you want. No one's going to complain. Um, so that is going to be auction off for the grand finale. And again, we have a ton of great options. So tune in live uh, this Saturday. We're going from 12 p.m. to 8 a.m. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, and thank you to some of MinMax's biggest supporters, the game champion tier folks. Uh, if you could choose any game under the sun, you have $50 tier. You can lock it in. Sorry, you look so relaxed. I'm the chair. waiting to be dismissed. I oh, I see. <laughs> um, but thank you to Jesse Jockstrap Brown Baldock. They are officially the champion of Age of Mythology. Not whatever I said last week. That was a mistake. It is Jesse who is the champion of Age of Mythology. Uh, oh, games at archer.com is the champion of Kit Bashers United. Oh, Steam That's Secret crazy. Stash. There we go. Uh, Divorce Cougar is the champion of Electroplankton. Jwar Hello is the champion of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And Starkiller is officially the champion of Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. So look forward to that, everybody. I think that's it. Uh, Elise, what do you got going on? What would you like to, to plug? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> what do I plug? You can just plug social <laughs> handles. Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, despite Elon Musk's terrible stuff on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Elise Favis. That's E-L-I-S-E-F-A-V-I-S. Awesome. Thanks for coming by. Nice to yeah, see you again. It's great to be here. Yeah. Anna, what do you want to plug? Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. Why not? <laughs> At Pocacci. Uh, spelled exactly how it sounds. Well, C-H-E-E. -E, not, not spelled like the Wii. Okay. <laughs> very clear very, very yeah, clear yeah, yeah. You, know, you can you can message me on discord if you really want my twitter <laughs> smart sarah plug something cool does it have to be cool no. oh, yeah. it can be like the least cool thing you got cream of the steam oh yeah not familiar 20 the 29th of november will be uh cream i mean steam secret stash also follow me on Twitter and Twitch at SarahPods. There we go. Sweet. All right. Thanks so much for watching or listening, everybody. If you enjoyed this show, you can support it directly over on Patreon. Help us hit our goal, please. If you like the time stamps in the show, if you like the lack of God of War spoilers in the show, if you like in-studio recordings in the show, anything like that, we'd appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Till next time. Be good. Have fun. Let's go. Let's go.